Hello, Internet. Welcome to a different kind of podcast. This will still be considered episode 51 of the Megavision show, but it is the Dreamcast Dreamless 24-hour marathon aftermath. So, I am Scotty Moe. Froggy's here with us, thank God, because no one talked about him during the marathon, even bought, bought this $40 hat. But with me today is Graham. Hello. Hello, everybody. And Corey. Hola. And we've also got another special guest. That's right. The last one of these guys. I saved it. Because oh, somehow no I made it through the marathon with only one. So I'm going to crack one open with the boys. For audio listeners, Ooh, what is yeah. that, Scotty? Mm. Yes. <laughs> this is the Sonic the Hedgehog Energy G Fuel Peach Rings Energy G Fuel drink. <laughs> so, so you said it literally just tastes like the peach rings candy, right? Yep, just like the peach rings. Oh. Um, Diggy said that it tasted like a McDonald's Sprite, but with more flavor. But he's never had peach <laughs> rings. I've had flavored sprites oh, before, man. so I'd be interested to have that. I have that not. Must be... So, but it's not bad. That must be I some like it. energy drink if it could you could survive off just one for twenty four hours. Um, I'd like no, three. I just have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I had I had three cups of coffee, uh, two monsters, and a Red Bull throughout the entire marathon. Mm. See, I can't do wow. that. I'll feel like crap. Uh, Rachel actually felt like crap because she had coffee. She doesn't do energy drinks. She can't. Uh, it'll mess with her heart. She had coffee and a tea, but like further than twelve hours apart from each other, and she ended up feeling like shit. So, oh wow. She probably so, has a sensitive stomach. My wife has a sensitive stomach. Yeah, I mean it's it's you know as the as the classic song says, "Live and learn," um, and you just realize <laughs> what happens each all. year and how you need to deal with the marathon as you would. She also overbought snacks for us. I think she was excited that she didn't have to make meals for everybody, so she bought us lots of snacks. I literally had like five gobs in a day. And <laughs> when you say rat. gobs, are those gob stoppers? Is that what you're talking no, about? Uh, a gob is a uh, th- that's those red velvet things. That's um, it's it's a mushy pastry and then oh. uh, icing and then mushy pastry again. Um, that might uh, be a northern thing. I don't think I've ever seen those down here. It's not. It's it's like one step away from a moon pie, if you know what those are. Um, oh yeah, should I go I get one pies, real quick? Yeah. Do you guys want to talk? And I can go grab a gob just to show the viewers what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, you can. Sure. Yeah, so yeah, why don't you guys so. talk about how you prepared for the marathon? I'll be right back. Okay. Oh, yeah. you I know. think I should address one. Other... Go ahead. Oh, I was, I was just saying I, was saying I should address one thing. Scotty, you can go. Don't worry. Okay, this bye. Is, you don't need to. It's fine. Just one small thing. The glasses I'm wearing out now are actually not sunglasses. They are gaming glasses ah. to help reduce eye strain, which I kind of got in preparation for the marathon because I work on, on my computer all day, every day, and my eyes are just hurting been doing work for like eight hours. I need to look. I thought twenty four hours. My eyes are gonna kill me. So yeah, uh, I'm yeah, interested in those because I have a I have a program on my computer that uh, turns off blue lighting at a certain point. Mm-hmm. It's called Dot Flux, I think, or iFlux. And uh, but it doesn't shut. It doesn't turn on until like ten p.m. So like during the day, it's just normal. So I'm interested. Oh. I always thought gamer glasses were like a hoax. But yeah. I've seen more and more people using them, and it helps their mm. eyes a lot more. A lot of streamers, like, yeah, yeah, right. Uh, I, I've been finding they it has helped reduce some of my strain quite a lot. Apparently, it blocks out ninety eight percent of the blue light. So uh, that's uh, it seems to be helping. The worst thing for you, yeah. yeah that's why they exactly. tell you not to look at your cell phone um, before you go to bed because it wakes you yeah. back up. Uh, the visuals of it. 
um, Rachel's eyes were actually hurting after the marathon as well. And I was like, honey, we've been staring at a TV that's being used as a monitor for 24 hours. So yeah, yeah. live and learn, like I said, but these are gobs. Uh, there were 12 in this thing. And um, I oh, they love... kind of look like macaroons with frosting in the middle. A little bit. I love red velvet, um, but you can see they are squishy. Oh yeah, okay. Wow. I never Pretty knew these were called gobs. So. Pretty good. I think that. Okay. Let me see if that's what it says on here. Yeah, red velvet mini gobs, cream cheese okay. icing, twelve count. Um, they expired yesterday. Cool. <laughs> um, they're oh, very wow. good. Red velvet is my favorite thing. We had a previously with the Sega addicts. Um, one member, L, she was really good at baking, like legit could open her own store, but she made a ton of crap for us one year. And she's like, Scotty, what's your favorite thing? I'm like, I don't really have a favorite pastry, but I like red velvet. So if you throw that with anything, I'll eat it. And she made uh, so many of those. It was bad. Like I probably have cavities from that year. <laughs> I need to no, surprise you with my red velvet cheesecake one year then. Sure. Um, so yeah, so what we're going to do, uh, different kind of podcast because we kind of killed two birds with one stone. Um, I feel like this is more of a closing ceremony for the marathon because when you hit the last hour of the marathon, it, or honestly, the last three or four, you just have no recollection of what's That's going on. That's where I shut you down. Give a shit. Um, <laughs> and so I, I thought that this is a better closing. We might also also do like a collage of videos of everybody saying thank you and everything like that. Because um, just due to scheduling... Even though we do want to give shout outs to Anti Chris and Kusanagi and uh, Brett. Diggy was actually in the chat for a short, uh, for a hot second as well. Um, TJ we'll was have, there too. Yeah, TJ, TJ was definitely in there. Uh, so we'll have more people that want to do a video compilation, um, give a thank you and everything like that. So we used to do a written thing, but I think video might be better overall. Um, but uh, so what we do is we just go through, we're not going to talk like in detail about each hour, but we're going to use that as kind of an outline and discuss how we thought about things, maybe games we learned of through this that we want to grab now or games that, oh, it turns out I hate this thing, you know, different stuff <laughs> like that, how the chat was popping off and things like that. So um, other than that, though, there's too many people to thank outside of the staff from the people that rated us to the people that donated all that good stuff, but uh, might do it in a later post. But anyway, we'll go ahead and start with um, the first hour Every year we kick it off with Sonic Adventure, and this year was the worst beginning to any marathon. <laughs> this is my eighth one I've done. I, I, I that was all my fault. But we tested everything. We tested it everything beforehand. That's the thing. It was the internet. The internet took a shit in, my, in the beginning. My bitrate has been terrible for like the last week. Even when I streamed. So I streamed at, uh, when we were done with the marathon. I slept. And then I streamed later that night, and my bitrate was bad. It was just going all mm. over the place. And uh, as soon as we started, bitrate was like – my bitrate was set at like 3,500 kilobits per second, and it was going from 35 to 14,000 down to 1. Like, it was Jesus. crazy. Yeah. I I was infuriated. I was so mad. I was the maddest I've ever been at 6 o'clock in the morning. So, yeah, it's like an F5 popped in there and said, no, Dory's not coming with me. Everything else was great. I was just like, this is bullshit. But we luckily, that's why we have backups. So yeah. I was very scared because mm -hmm. it was so I had no confidence in my setup just from previous everything, just mm -hmm. previous experience. That kind it of all landed on later me. on. But <laughs> yeah, and which is. I feel even worse because I had like prepared files for the games that needed save states, so to speak. So I was like, I'm good to go, ready. 
you did not have those because we didn't think you would need them. So, fucking whatever. Like I said, th- this was, I told once Brett had, Brett's done probably six of these with me. Um, I told him when he hopped in, I was like, dude, we had the worst tech, we had worse technical difficulties in the first hour than we have in the entire time I've hosted this idea of a marathon. <laughs> so, yeah. because it wasn't just that, it was like suddenly just different sites of things weren't working. Suddenly our Dreamcasts weren't reading anything, so to speak, and different the controllers weren't being read, even though we tested exactly having three or four players um, playing one game at a time. It, but it then crazy. for a while, for a while towards, and we'll get to it, but later in the marathon, we kind of started getting our groove for yeah. our Dreamcasts, and we were able to get everything connected, and it just started... We were like, all right, let's let's utilize this, and it was working a lot better. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah. There, there were. There, I I will be completely honest. I will com- be just no no doubts about it. In the first hour with Sonic Adventure, so it was bad enough for those that didn't see it. If you were playing with a frame rate of on a literal toaster, because if like this VMU that I have is knuckles on the screen, and if my screen that you're looking at is you're playing as knuckles, and you're trying to just get over here, it would be like, and then you'd eventually see him in that spot. And I Looks was just fine like, on my side. I so. can't, I can't, guys, I cannot play this game. I could not get, I played as Knuckles and I could not get that piece of emerald that was in front of me. Like, I kept, like, yeah, somehow, yeah, like, was, it's over here. Dirt, dirt. due to the bit rate issue. Yeah. <laughs> it was so bad. Yeah. And it was like, after that, and since it wasn't letting up for like almost an hour, in my head, I was like, I am fine if we just don't do the marathon this year right now. I cannot play games like this. <laughs> That's what uh, I yeah. said in hour 20. I was like, we can cut it early. We hit our goal. <laughs> so I was done. Ooga booga. I was like, fuck this. That's a shame because that, uh, is, a, that is a decent game. Uh, and I feel like it was just presented wrong. Um, but uh, Sonic Adventure was the first game. And it's also good that it happens with that game because everybody's seen Sonic Adventure. Everybody knows what that game is. If you've heard of that the game, also a pile of glitches. So it, that is yes, it has not aged well. If you've heard of the Dreamcast, you've heard of Sonic Adventure, and you know all about it. So, I Graham, do you have anything to say about that first hour at all? Uh, I mean, it was a bit of a train wreck. It was kind of funny just watching people trying to play with so much bad lag and you know jumping around. But Super uh, hard mode. when it was your turn to play, it was not fun. Yeah, and I think I think again after it was fine a few on minutes end. of that, people wouldn't people wouldn't enjoy that. So right, it's right, good right. to start oh. to and we had, level out. The worst thing was afterwards. too, we had Danny from Sega joining us in the chat, yeah. talking to oh, us. We have a fucking representative yeah. of the company that we are in love with, illogically to the point of doing this twenty four hour marathon. And he's just he was being so nice though. You got Graham. I'll yeah. give it to you guys and him especially. I could tell that he was like trying to think of like topics and stuff and going through stuff, which is really great because I yeah. was like, so. My what's mind. your favorite Dreamcast game? Then? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, yeah, a bit awkward, but um, I th- Danny. Danny's cool. So he, I think I think he kind of appreciates what we were trying to do, and he jumped on the chat later, so he sort of saw that it was going a oh, lot right, better. Right. Yeah, it was. Um, I guess we should also just put things into perspective. It was seven a.m. starting time for me, six a.m. starting time for Corey, and I think noon starting time for you, Graham. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. So Graham was probably in higher spirits than all of us combined at that point as well, because he's like ready to do this, got enough sleep, 
And meanwhile, Corey and I are like four hours. <laughs> caffeine. Four let's go. hours. I woke out. I woke <laughs> up an, a half hour late. I was going to wake up at four thirty so I could make breakfast, take a shower, get some last minute things done. And then I just happened to look at my phone and it said four fifty two with missed three alarms. And I was oh, like, uh, "It's time to get up. Let's do it." Oh, <laughs> oh my god! I mean, that's that's your I was body. In the shower, falling asleep. I was just like, "This is gonna. This is gonna be the worst marathon I've ever done." Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. That that's your. I mean, that's your body telling you, "Hold on, you need this extra sleep." You know. So yeah. But uh, I, I'd rather that happen than you like wake up super early and not be able to sleep more or something like that. But mm. it's rough going into this. Yeah. Um, I, I will say this. I've gone into the marathon more worried than I did this year because there was a year when nothing worked the night before when everybody's at my apartment and we do like one final hype test just to make sure things are good, setup's good, we don't have to change anything in the stream so that we can literally close it, shut it down, turn it on, it's all there ready to go. There was a year when none of that worked, so someone had to stay up and got no sleep to make sure it was ready to go. It was not me, uh, but boy howdy. Last year... uh... I don't think you're used to someone like I know TJ has helped previously and stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah. like last year, I was just like, yo, dude, I got the production part down. And you were like, all right, I need to do this and do this. I was like, I've already tested it. Like, we're good to go. Like, don't worry about it. And I think you realized halfway through the stream last year, you're oh, like, yes. oh, I can relax. I can enjoy these mm. games because I'm just like, he's like, because he'd be like, how's things going? I'm like, I, we've done a giveaway. Stream looks great. We're good to go. And he's just like, oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not used to. I'm used to. Um, I'm used to being the director and the stage crew and the stagehand and one of the stars in the musical while I'm composing the fucking music that we're gonna sing, basically. Uh, and it's like, and, and that is true for last year. Um, because last year was the first time I actually physically left the the marathon because I had to go. Yeah. If anybody remembers last year, one of the games that was supposed to be part of the marathon got shipped to the wrong house. So I had to go to my old house, get that and bring it back. AJ went with me. We were gone for an hour um, just because of the the distance. Um, but yeah, so I think that that did play a part in it as well. Um, Hydro hmm. Thunder, unfortunately, didn't work. That was the next hour. It didn't work as cleanly as we wanted it to. Yeah, uh, I mean, we got to do some multiplayer. I mean, we got to do some single player. And uh, that was fine because I just got to play the game and I love that game. Yeah. So right, yeah, we did a little bit multiplayer. We did a little bit. Finally, got a little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I think that was still the bit rate was still not where we needed it to be, mm. and something else was going on with that. Um, the bit rate didn't pick up until like we were supposed to play Star Wars Pod Racer, but we started playing Hydro Thunder longer. Then the bit rate calmed down. I was like, I think I got this now. So that's when everything mm. got better on my side. Okay, so did we and, stay with Hydro Thunder for an hour then? Yeah, because we played we, did, we yeah. played Star Wars Pod Racer in lieu of Typing of the Dead. Right. When you were trying to get that work, me and Graham were like, let's just play Pod Racer because I think, first of all, we hit one of our donation goals. And we yeah. were like, oh, we're going to replace Star Wars. But then that's we were like, let's play right. more Hydro Thunder. And then we ended up, uh, Zombie Revenge was on the schedule next, but we ended up doing uh, Power Stone 2. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was, that was it. Yeah, that's so, yeah, that we hit we hit the target, the goal, and, and then that's when we got the multiplayer too. to work. We figured out how the multiplayer mm. worked with Parsec, yeah. and we got it, and it was working great. And Brett, I think that's about the time Brett came in, and uh, so. so we had a fourth player. Yeah, yeah, because Chris we, was there. Um, Anti Chris was in and out. He had some mm. stuff to take care of, but I think he was there right at the beginning. I don't know. Maybe he wasn't at the beginning, but he showed uh, up later. I don't think he played he wasn't, Power I, Stone, but he was audibly there, I believe. Yeah, yeah. that's what it was. 
Um, yeah. But we did have, uh, so we had goals throughout uh, raising money for Extra Life. Our first goal was to hit 420 to uh, $420 to play Power Stone 2. So we got that pretty quick and um, popped that Oh, in. that's why you did that. Okay. I was like, why? And it just now hit me that you emphasized that. I'm like, ah, oh, God. Uh, if I had my arrow already, I would have done it. But Wait, um, what? I'm so confused. He said power stone 420. You know what stoned is, right? It's getting high. 420 yeah, blaze I'm... it. Um, never heard that expression in my life. Oh, that's a states thing, I guess. So. Maybe? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I never had I... stoned, but getting stoned, but never had 420. 420 yeah, blaze 420... it. Yeah, everyone, everyone's like, oh, it's 420 in the afternoon. Time to blaze it. I thought. Oh. <laughs> no idea. Yeah, I thought at one point that was um do 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 like the code for a drug bust or something. I could be wrong though. I don't. We don't need to get into the history four twenty. Anyway, we hit yeah, that. Yeah, okay. Uh, and we played some Power Stone, but then possibly my favorite moment of the marathon, Corey was introduced to Dynamite Cop. Well, so, Graham was too, wasn't he? I think Graham he knew about my, it. I knew about it, and I've got Die Hard Arcade on the Saturn. I actually own Dynamite Cop on the Dreamcast, but never actually played it for some reason. Yeah, so, so Die Hard is Arcade first is a Sega Saturn game, which is a 3D brawler arcade game released on the Saturn. Unfortunately, it's pricey. This is the sequel to it. In Japan, Die Hard Arcade was actually called Dynamite Decca, and then the sequel is called Dynamite Decca 2. Uh, I guess they, did, they couldn't hold on to Bruce Willis his name and the name Die Hard for by the time the Dreamcast game rolled around, so it's called Dynamite Cop. He's also just a jackass, so... Yeah, he's Bruno... Something. Okay. Bruno Mars. This game starts Bruno Mars. Bru um, no, it's just Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> so what'd you guys think of Dynamite Cop? Uh, I, so good. I took a break right at the beginning. I had to go... I think I went to like go to the bathroom and stuff That's like that. That's right. You I, weren't on... Like When we started, you weren't on camera. No, but Saturn. then I came back and I went, what the fuck is this game? And I was like, okay, I get it. It's kind of like an arcade-y, like, kind of looks like Time Crisis if you weren't using, like, the light gun, like, if you were actually playing third person. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but then I started saw the, seeing the moves, and I'm like, oh, this is kind of like a beat-em-up mixed with, like, some kind of shooting, and then just over-the-top stupidness. And then, like, picking up, like, huge guys, body slamming, throwing every, like, I thought Injustice, like, had a bunch of interactables. This game, you can throw literally everything. Like, you can throw <laughs> the kitchen sink. Is I think at one point I saw that. Like, it's, and I like how when you take damage, uh, the body armor, like, your armor, like, at one point you went from, like, a SWAT team member to literally Bruce Willis at the end of Die Hard. Yeah. Like no shirt on, no shoes, ripped pants, all that stuff. It's it's a game. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. It, but that's it, my ill for this year. Yeah. I love all the crazy the crazy characters and stuff you fight. Like you go into a room, there's like some guys with like bear suits on, basically, and uh yeah. a guy who's like a little turtle kind of guy, like trying to fight yeah. you. And, Not racist. And just the at all. cheesy cutscenes and like <laughs> that like that awful cutscene where it's like where is the president's daughter? And then in the oh, same that... room, a little girl hiding in the back going, hee hee. Oh, yeah, she's in the suitcase. <laughs> yeah, like, what? What is that? <laughs> oh, no, the enemy, the boss, that's Kano slash Raiden slash Scott Steiner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I wish you guys had gotten to the final boss, because, I mean, to no surprise, he shoots a laser out of his eye. Oh, awesome. Yeah, she 
that's a game. That's a game. It really promotes replay value because it's super short, but you actually can unlock a lot of stuff in it um, from like comic books to uh, yeah. a, another, a separate mini game um, that's not even Dynamite Cop. It's like a arcadey submarine game or something. I forget what it's called. Oh, um, is that bad? Because that was in the original Die Hard Arcade. It's called Caribbean something. I don't remember. Okay. Um, it, it, there's a submarine game in the original Die Hard Arcade, which was just oh, re- it's really basic yeah. arcade style game. It was so addictive. Right. I don't so think it's, it's the exact same one, but it's it's along those lines of like this has nothing yeah. to do with the game that you just played, but unlock this, please. Um, yeah. So yeah, I was I was very happy. That's that's a one of AJ's favorites. So he was uh, I think he was in the chat for that and just very excited to see people enjoying that nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that was the sports block. So Brett was in for this. Uh, we had NFL Blitz. And also NBA Showtime. I think just Corey and Brett played NFL Blitz, though. Is that right? Yeah, I had a lot of t- I had a lot of fun with that. I don't. I'm notoriously like I notoriously don't like sports games mm-hmm. unless they're like some kind of gimmick, like really cartoony, like like Mario Super Strikers or like the Sonic and uh, Mario All Star, like the Olympic stuff. Those are fine, but like I don't really like real sports games. But that game's fun as shit. NFL Blitz is super fun, and. uh because the whole time I'm like, I don't know what to do. Brett's like, oh, you should do this. And there's been, there were so many interceptions in the game we were playing. And it was just like, that game is fun. And I need a copy of that for my life. Luckily, the NFL Blitz, I think there's tons of those floating around. That's you usually cheap. find those pretty cheap. Yeah. And yeah, then NBA I, Showtime is when we all got together and played. Yeah. Uh, so NFL Blitz, I didn't enjoy it last year in the marathon. Like when we was there. Because you were playing and it. I, didn't, I was playing it last year. And I was just like, I'm not enjoying this. I don't. I did that before. I don't really know American football. I, I know what I've seen in TV shows and movies, and that always makes it look super exciting. But I don't understand the rules. And when I was playing the game, I, just, I was like, Why does it keep pausing and doing all these things? I really have to choose your your next your move or whatever. And all I, just, that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't enjoy. I just didn't get it. I didn't enjoy it. It was more fun for me to watch it this year uh, than play it. Uh, I think I still wouldn't enjoy playing it, but it's fun for me to watch you guys playing it. And but then yeah, NBA Showtime crazy. Me and Brett are crazy with our our hypeness levels because yeah. we'll go from really quiet to like freaking the fuck out in the next second. <laughs> so yeah, that made yeah. it entertaining. I think. Um, any, and NBA uh, Showtime. Oh, I was just going to say. Oh, last sorry. Touch on football. If it's any consolation, Graham, I've done six years of marching band, and I still don't understand football entirely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I don't either. Nice. Yeah, but basketball happened. Uh, but NBA Showtime. Yeah, Baby Showtime happened. And again, last year, I didn't really enjoy this game. This year, I loved it. I thought it was like, that's because this you is were so on my team. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think last year, I just couldn't score a basket at all. And this year, I managed to we score were... quite a lot. I was like, this is, this I mean, is so much fun now. And you Graham and I were team goaltending, is what, our, yes. is what our team name was. It's team goaltending. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> goaltending yeah. is one of the stupidest fucking rules in NBA ever to exist i'm telling you that right now i hate yeah. goaltending i remember playing nba jam as a kid i hated goaltending then and 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 double dribble i have a history with that game fuck that game so <laughs> yeah we uh, yeah we, so i didn't even know that was a rule at first it took me a while to understand what i was doing wrong it's like oh right. so you're not really meant to stand in front of the, the nest yeah and that down the trajectory okay. yeah yeah, so we did put in codes for the um, to play as the mascot characters, essentially. So we had Velociraptors running around uh, and the referee running around. Some other codes didn't work, but was, there was, was enough funny. jank going on that it made it wonky yeah. and weird, even for um, people that were not sports fans. So I thought that was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I think I think it's always funny when both teams are playing as all Raptors because then it just gets carnage. You don't really know what's going on and stuff. But if you listen to the game audio, it usually says like who you pass it to. So it just says the Raptor, the Raptor, the Raptor, yeah. the Raptor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it would normally that be and Jordan passed it to Pippen, but instead it was yeah. the Raptor, and he the Raptor passed it to the Raptor, and then it flies down to the Raptor. Like it's clearly. <laughs> I love how Scotty, I knew Scotty was going to go to Jordan and Pippen because he doesn't know anything else about basketball. I could name five basketball players. Um, (laughs) The only reason I know Pippen is because people called me Scotty when he was more relevant. Uh, Right. But uh, yeah, so that was surprisingly fun. Um, That's the one sports block we had. We did have sports later on, but not a full block of it, really. Um, The following portion was Dino Crisis. Uh, now, the Ooh, thought yeah. behind this was I do appreciate the thought behind this that Kusanagi had in that after the Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 3 remakes, everybody's yelling at Capcom because Capcom said, oh, you know what? Logically, everybody wants Resident Evil 4. No, that's on everything. Um, so people are starting to demand a remake of Dino Crisis. So we thought, you know what? Let's throw Dino Crisis in there. Um, and it didn't pan out to have the person behind the wheel during Dino Crisis initially thought, so Corey picked so, up those talons. I have to pick up the flack. Thankfully, we had the human strategy guide Caesar in the chat. Yeah, uh, so good. <laughs> but the, so here's the problem, though. He wasn't in a direct call with us, so right. we were getting the stream lag. So we would be like, what do we do? And he's like, oh, you have to do this. But it would come, like, four minutes later. So, like, it was, but I had, I want, I need to get a copy of that game because that's it's pretty It's not fun. a bad yeah. game. It's, they, they tried yeah. different things uh, to stray away from Resident Evil, but not fully. I almost feel like they stole stuff from Parasite, even some aspects mm-hmm. and Resident Evil, um, but it's very it much like. It legit scared me at one point. It got yeah, me. Yeah, that, we have a clip of that. <laughs> that fucking T-Rex, <laughs> I, I, man. I've never actually seen or played Dino Crisis. I know it exists. I just haven't played it. And I thought watching a game like this might be quite boring, but I really enjoyed it, actually. It's something about these games you can just watch people play them. So you didn't have to play it. (laughs) Right, yeah. That that was my legit fear was that. And that's that's also why, like, we've had Code Veronica during the marathon before, but I played it one year and I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah, it, it, it. But uh, previous year, we actually had um, fan of the fan in front of the the stuff we do. T Bone, he was part of the marathon one year, and he played through Code Veronica, and that was pretty fun. We did the battle mode and stuff. So it's it's a gamble okay. when you play one of these games because the start of them is very. It's like on par with an RPG beginning almost, you know. Yeah. Um. So, but it worked out. Uh, we did do that for an hour. Did we actually play Tony Hawk after that? We mm-hmm. did. Okay, uh, yeah. Brett and Graham played it. I, I played think. for a bit. Uh, yeah. I think. Did you play Scotty? I did. Uh, okay. It made me feel better about my skills that I thought I did not have in that game. But yeah, I suck. Yeah, you suck. I suck at Tony Hawk. <laughs> I've never liked the Tony Hawk's games, and I still suck today. But I had fun today. So, That's good. Oh, today. When I say today, I mean at the weekend when we when we did did the show. Yeah. Because. Uh, I was just, I, I was finally, finally worked out a couple of moves. And I was just doing those. And I think the first go, I had like 2,000 points where yeah. whoever had, had like 40,000. It's like, well, I yeah. suck. The next, well, you I were also planning. 000, so I was like, hey. Yeah, you were playing against the guy that was getting million point combos on the remake. So, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> that was about the time where I was like, I need to take a break. I think Hallie had woke up and I was like, hey, can you please go get me some kind of like 
something for lunch. I haven't eaten all morning because I woke up late. And I think I took a back burner a little bit during Tony Hawk and then during Fighting Vipers, which was the next game. Yeah, uh, Fighting Vipers 2 came up next, which has only been released in the U- in, in PAL in Japan. Um, okay, so fun. Which, which is the first time I heard about that. I thought it was released worldwide. Yeah. So it, It's a real shame. And um, I... Because it's it's a Model 2, or I guess this would have been Model 3, huh? The Naomi board, whatever that is. Um, so, you know, the same uh, Virtual Fighter 3 was out then and stuff like that. It's a real shame this didn't make it everywhere because it has more personality than a lot of fighters that were mm-hmm. out at that time. Um, yeah. But it was also a weird thing cool. where, yeah, it looks really cool. It's just fun, hyper colors. And it's, it's a shame because, like, and it's confusing because Sega had Virtual Fighter and Fighting Vipers. So it's like... The only thing I this was the first thing that popped into my head is how NSYNC and Backstreet Boys were actually on the same record label, <laughs> but it did. Oh, make were sense. they? Yeah, they were. Um, so it's very confusing to me that how would Sega release both these fighting games and like just not you can't because they are both. Uh, why is why fighters. is your resources so thin? Yeah, when you could just focus on one. And I th- I think what they the, their defense would have been like. Virtual Fighter is more floaty and more physics based, whereas Fighting Vipers is it has their armor system. It has uh, uh, different like I think you do move a little bit faster when your armor's off, but you're not as strong. Um, so yeah. I think that would have been their argument. But uh, what do you guys think of that game? It's fun, uh, uh, pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. I would like if Graham was able, since it's a PAL in Japan release only, if you're able to find one in the wild over there in the UK, I, I would definitely I like have to get a, a copy. I would definitely like that. I love the cover because the cover is very crazy. Um, well, the cover for JoJo fans or anime fans out there, it's very manga looking. Yeah. So it looks much like a manga like cover or like inside of an issue or something. And it really it's really cool. And I mean, Jotaro from part three of JoJo is actually in the freaking game. Pretty so much. He, he's just named Bond, <laughs> but it's totally Jotaro. Yeah, so, and this is also no. a game where instead of weapons, like characters have skateboards and bikes and guitars and bats and shit. So what was it? Raxel had his his idol animation is him doing an air guitar, but yeah. he has a guitar on his back. Yeah. <laughs> so like I don't get it. Like he's he rocks so much that he can't stop. Right. That's what it is. That's that's kind of mm-hmm. what it is, yeah. I was going to say, too, on the schedule, we don't have it, but I think we cut Fighting Vipers a little early and played Virtual Fighter too. Well, Virtual Fighter 3 TV, we played yeah, a little bit of that. Yeah, we did update that because we wanted to have that in there as well. Um, so that was we do have a Chris. We have a clip from Fighting Vipers I'll mention real quick. Uh, well, I'm just going to try to mention the clips that I remember, but I won't describe them so that people go and actually look at them. Um, Virtual Fighter 3, I, I've never... I appreciate those that series, but I just cannot yeah. play it. I like I'm that already crap Chris. at fighting games, but I just cannot play the, those games. We threw that in there strictly for Chris. Uh, Anti Chris is a big Virtual Fighter fan, mm-hmm. and but every fighting game that you see on here was played by Anti Chris and Brett because they are our fighting game guys. Yeah, because yeah. they because me and Scotty will play, but I'm like, all right, I played two matches, I'm good. They can literally play for hours. <laughs> yeah, talk about hitboxes and and fallbacks and mm-hmm. or, uh, rollbacks and there all yeah. that shit. And I, I'm just over I, here like. I know how to cover the screen of my bullshit at some point. Welcome to my <laughs> podcast that I do with Antichrist whenever yeah. he goes on the fighting game rant. I know a little bit enough to kind of like keep with the lingo. But yeah. when he's like, oh, yeah, the quarter circle forwards and all this, I'm like, yeah, man. <laughs> That's how I think uh, I'm trying to remember. I think Anthony might have been in two for at least fighting vipers, maybe. 
um, he was, because he's a big him. fighter as well. And, and I'll never forget, like, I didn't realize that. And so we were at um, him and I went to PAX Seattle back then. It was called PAX Prime. But this was before Marvel vs. Capcom 3 was released. And we were looking at that. And he was like talking. He was just kind of thinking out loud and talking about what was going on in the screen. And I'm just like. I like that Amaterasu's in it because that's a dog. <laughs> it's like, but um, so my buddy Anthony did hop in from I think from NBA through Fighting Vipers or something. Um, so it was cool that he yeah, was he, in there. Well, actually, no, he left right before Pen Pen. Yeah, because uh, we switched worms out with Space Channel Five, but we'll get to that. Oh yeah, we sure yeah. did. Um, um, so I, talking, so I have to say one thing about the Virtual Fighter. Yeah, I like the Virtual Fighter games, but Virtual Fighter Three TV, I do not. I don't know what it is. There's something about that game. I just think it's not a good Virtual Fighter game. Mm. I think one, two, and then like four and five are brilliant. Number three, I think, is a massive disappointment. And considering it came out, it came out sort of similar time to Soul Calibur, uh, Dead or Alive Two, Fighting right. Vipers Two. Right. I mean, it, it had looks a lot so of competition. It's, yeah. It just doesn't look as good. It doesn't play as good as them either. And Fighting Vipers Two was so much more fun like especially to watch i just thought this looks just better game yeah. in general overall so yeah yeah it's, it's uh... a shame because that really was th- this was we've talked about this on the podcast before like this was the first era of consoles that could have quote-unquote arcade perfect games and but as a mm-hmm. result of that like i think like two-thirds of the u.s launch lineup for dreamcast was fighting games and racing games because they were coming from the arcade so unfortunately you had virtual fighter you had soul cap you had dead or alive you know it's like what do i go with oh there's some tits i'll go that way you know you go home <laughs> um, jiggle, jiggle physics yeah which is such I mean, a shame because like there are so much, such better fighters out there compared to dead or alive but i'm not i said i'm not good at fighting games so well, i'm not going to talk too much about that yeah i i don't think dead or alive is the best series but at the point where dead or alive 2 came out it was really good that was just a fun game and like the character regardless of the bouncing boobies the character models are just made way better, like compared to like Virtual Fighter. And right. just the the different levels of the stages, like you, you know, go through a window, you end up keep fighting and stuff. The the combat was much more fluid. Like yeah. I, I I owned both I own both Dead or Alive and so I own Soul Calibur Dead or Alive and Virtual Fighter. And when I picked up Virtual Fighter, I was like, this game sucks. I'm like I just did not enjoy it at all. And I... it's again watching it this this year, I was like, mm. I feel like, unfortunately, Virtual Fight, or I'm sorry, Fighting Vipers is more of a blocky, um, not voxel, but definitely less smooth polygons overall. But I, I feel like if they had embraced that and made it cell shaded, it might have worked a little better in their favor visually, because I think that might mm-hmm. be what turns people off. Because if you put side by side, like Fighting Vipers, Virtual Fighter, Dead or Alive, Soul Calibur, Everything but fighting vipers looks smooth and actually curved and like flowy. You know what I mean? Oh, right. see, I I would disagree. I I think Virtual Fighter looks worse than Fighting Vipers. Like okay. I I think the <laughs> I just think the character models and like yeah, just I just think everything. I don't know. I just think Virtual Fighter just doesn't look as good at all. May, may, may argue with me. Let's, let's tell me I'm wrong. Yeah. Uh, that's that's the audience that's... and the listeners, not not you, Scotty. Please don't oh, okay, me. gotcha. <laughs> um, speaking uh, of games that are wrong, next up was Jet Set Radio. <laughs> hey, we uh, I love it. We hit a bump with this one. Uh, this was Graham's fifth wardrobe change. Uh, where mm-hmm. we... <laughs> yes, just just for the just for the listeners, I'm no no. It was that, to it, was that yeah, it was that's... that one in the top right. Yeah, so, yeah. This is my uh, Jet Set Radio T-shirt. Yeah, beach shirt. Yep. My beach shirt. 
Yeah. Um, um, I had many wardrobe changes throughout the day, and, and you have, I still got it on my sofa. Big enough headphones, and you had the right glasses that you really looked like. Uh, yeah, I haven't got the glasses with me at the moment, but yeah, mm. I'd. Uh... Are those? I didn't even <laughs> look. Are those? Because Sega did sell. I don't know if it was a US only thing. They do have Beats glasses, like not his goggles, but his like sunglasses in the form of Beats glasses. Is that what you were wearing? Oh, really? No, I just had okay. sunglasses that didn't like them. There's just that. I, I was like, oh, these look like them. Yeah, but so unfortunately, um, since uh, we didn't have a loaded save file, we were going through the tutorial in Jet Set, um, which is a pain because you just cannot even play the game without getting through it. And I was severely struggling. I don't know why, because after the fact, when the marathon was said and done, the next day I played a little bit of Jet Set and restarted a file on the Steam version, got through that tutorial just fine. No pauses, no hiccups. Must have been the pressure of the audience. I don't know. Um but we did play Jet Set a little bit. I tried to also create a graffiti, and it wasn't saving properly. Like, it saved as a clear picture, essentially. So you would spray paint the graffiti you created, but since it did not show up created, it was just empty on the in the game. Mm. Um, that in mind, I might actually stream that game soon, because I, I feel like I need a personal redemption in it. Um, yeah. But we only play... Think we only played Jet Set for half an hour. Did you play that, Graham, or was it just me that played it? I, I didn't get a chance to play it, sadly. I picked up controls off of you because you couldn't sketch, and yes. I was like, "Oh, I got this on the first try." Yep. <laughs> As I showed you, I warmed it up for you. Or well, I was like, "I there's a notorious vod of when I first joined Mega Visions of me streaming that game and losing my shit." So I was like, oh, "I'll play it a little bit to see," but I didn't play it very long. Mm, okay. Um. Because nice. then I had to get a Space Channel 5 going. That's right. We hit our other goal. Another stretch goal was raising $555 to play Space Channel 5. And since we were sharing that game digitally, there's going to be lag for anyone that is not hosting it. Corey is hosting it. And I think... On a rhythm game. Graham tried I played first? It. Yeah, you tried it first I... and it was impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not very good at that game anyway, but yeah, that was even worse than... I can normally get at least a few of them, but I was just missing every single one. So it's like, right, right, shoot, shoot. And I was just like... <laughs> <laughs> I can't... I'm not I'm not the best, but I've I've made it through most of the game on my own, like on the Dreamcast version. Um, this was one that we wanted to showcase since it is a... It, it's something that people can currently buy on Steam, so we want to support... The current stuff you can get as well, rather than just trying to get through retro shops and stuff. But um, it is since it is a rhythm game, it's it's just oh, well, Corey and I tested this before the marathon. There was a glitch that happened, but that aside, we were I was playing this. I'm like, dude, I am hitting it when I hear the game say it, but due to the lag, there's no way I can progress. So we're just like, well, we can't cancel this stretch goal now. We're gonna just see what happens. <laughs> And that's what happened. Mm. Oh, I decided to take control since uh, there wasn't really that much of a lag for me. But the problem is everyone was talking like oh. nonstop and I couldn't hear like the up, down, left, right, choo, choo, choo stuff. So it was terrible. Uh, that game is not for me. I like rhythm games like I like. I like like Guitar Hero and I like uh, Rock Band and uh, the Taiko Drum Master and stuff like that, but Space Channel 5 is not for me, man. <laughs> That's perfectly fine. I think they would have done better to have a visual cue as you're playing. Um, yeah. Yes. 
Uh, so after that, though, was the fan favorite and personal favorite of ours, Pen Pen Try Isolon. Come on. I, uh, I'm holding up a copy of it that we're actually giving to our winner. We're still figuring out the winner of the Dreamcast and the two games that we gave away are Pen Pen and Sega Bass Fishing. Um, but that's one of them that you're going to get. Yeah. Uh, this is a po- apparently the point in my life where I found out I was a shoutcaster. So, because <laughs> I just started like talking on that one, and then that it really showed. It, I think my caffeine hit when we started playing Daytona later. But no, Pen Pen is always uh, that one is Graham was just decimating everybody in Pen Pen. I felt so like I had never like, played a video game before. <laughs> that I I just I've loved that game ever since it came out. I picked it, I got it, and I was just like, this game is it's so short and so simple but i i played it so easy. like at least once a year i'll bust out that game and play it because i just enjoy it i feel it's we need to explain what it is because even if we say it's oh, a yeah. racing game people won't really understand um this game is a well okay so like decathlon this is tri isolon so it's it's not really a, a olympic type thing but it is supposed to be three events where you have these characters these weird half penguin half walrus dog shark other stuff i'm surprised it's all animals mixed with some kind of penguin yeah so they're actually they're actually aliens who are meant to be partly penguin or whatever yeah oh sorry um but yeah Yeah. (laughs) the um but so the idea is you start on foot and you use the stick to just move forward and you can jump you also I never said this because I thought I would have an advantage, but there is an actual attack button in this game when you're walking around. Um, But hey, whatever. So you can walk, and then you also, they'll slide on their bellies, which you have to kind of rhythmically tap A to adequately slide, like scoot themselves down. Um, And then there's underwater swimming portions as well, which works similarly to sliding, but in all directions. Um, So I still, 100%, I'm not saying this to be silly, I really feel like this game, when it was being made, was first an adventure game with, like, party games or something. And then they're like, guys, we need to hit our deadline. How are we going to make this full-fledged platforming adventure game? They're like, oh, crap. Well, let's just take these physics and turn it into a racing game, I guess. Because it doesn't make sense that you're, like, waddling around for some of the races and stuff, in my <laughs> right. opinion. Yeah. That's, that's me. Not at so. all. So it's I, I would love to see those... an adventure game on that, by yeah. the way. That would be so much fun. And it's, yeah, it's very bright and colorful. The levels are really fun and zany and wacky. Uh, uh, there's just only four tracks, and it's a bit a yeah. very short game, but well, you can unlock lots hour. of... Uh... <laughs> yeah, we, see, we played it for an hour. It's really fun four-player. It's good single-player as well. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just a blast. It's just a silly game. It's fun to watch as well. And it, yeah, it is, yeah, it's very... It's, it's, one of the, it's one of the WTF moments of the marathon that always, no matter... It's why it's a staple of the marathon, because there's someone in the chat or a group of people in the chat that have never seen this because it was a launch. I don't know if it was a launch game in Europe, but it was a launch game in the U.S. So I feel like it fell under the radar for a lot of people. But also you have to think, like, what if you were a kid and on Dreamcast launch day, all you got was Pen Pen Triisalon while all your buddies (laughs) are playing Sonic Adventure? I'd be so mad. I'd be so (laughs) mad. I'd be really happy. I'd be like, I'd first be like, and then I'll play it and be like, this is great. Come on. Yeah, it's 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 a treat. And I don't know why those load screens are only in the US version, because those are my favorite part. Those like um what what's what's the uncanny version well, of like they the remind me standing at a post office and stuff. Do you remember the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror where Homer gets 
brought in to 3D World. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's what it is. At the end of that episode where he's walking around the real world, that's what it reminds me of, like, super hard. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they're kind of superimposed onto sort of almost real. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they are realistic, but very realistic looking backgrounds. But yeah, the UK version just didn't have that. It just had, it just had like one of the characters, like, and it would just be like the watery color background saying, now loading, like just in like colorful writing. Yeah. So when I first saw that, I was like, what is this? What's going on here? <laughs> Ooh, exotic cakes. <laughs> Ooh. Um, Ooh. But uh, yeah, Pen Pen's always great. Uh, and then we kept the weird going with another staple of the marathon, your favorite and mine. Tokyo Bus Guide. So good. So yeah. good. Um, that apparently I started to rate everybody on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why that was happening. Um, yeah, Corey was giving, um, I think uh, this was of the people that were playing Kusanagi's first time, and he really enjoys racing games and driving sims and stuff like that. So he mm-hmm. almost, well, he didn't beat the level, though, that we were stuck on. That was Graham's doing. Yeah, yeah, Graham. Uh, <laughs> wow, bad. Graham, so we should probably uh, explain what this is to anybody who doesn't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. You um, go for it, Graham. So, Tokyo Bus Guide. It is a bus driving simulator. Uh, in the in the in that you have to wait for people to get on the bus. You have to close the doors, tell them, like, press a button to say where your next destination is, indicate, and pull out slowly. Don't don't just accelerate. You've got to pull out slowly. You can't crash into other vehicles. You can't hit the like the curb or anything or the sidewalk. You've got to use your blinkers. Um, you've got to use your blinkers when you're moving across lanes. Uh, you have to slow down an appropriate like slowing down pace. Uh, if you stay in between two lanes, you lose points. So basically, you have like a life bar, and you do lose health every time you do something. If you do something really bad, you will just end end the level. Um, it's just about uh, you also put into uh, bus stops. Uh, which we worked out would actually regenerate your health a little bit. So if you have lost some mm-hmm. health, you can actually pick up some health, as long as you don't do anything stupid, like pull off really hard or something. And it's just really challenging, but something about it's so addictive and it's really fun to watch. So my first experience was last year. I ne- I think I knew this game existed, but I'd never really seen it. I saw, I saw pictures of it. I thought, I don't want to play that. That looks terrible. And then we had it in the show last year. I saw people playing it. I was like, this actually looks kind of fun. So I tried it last year. I wasn't very good at it. But I loved it. And when we played it this year, I was like really excited to play it. And I, I got nervous. So I was one of the last people to go. Uh, but I'm so much fun. So much fun. Yeah, you ended up getting to the end oh. of the level. But unfortunately, we were like, I think we were just into our next hour slot already. So we couldn't see the next level. We just had to go on to the next game. Because um, mm-hmm. Corey's a fun killer. But uh, no, because we. <laughs> yeah. Let's stay on track. Um. Yeah, and so actually, good. yesterday Rachel and I played Tokyo Bus Guide. She's better at that game than I am by far. And while we were playing it, I ended up buying a Japanese copy, so that's on its way to me. Yes, because oh, it's nice. not. Lord. It's only like twenty five bucks, guys. Grab it while you can, and, because it's oh, only okay. gonna, oh, it's going to be us. We are the reason that that price goes up for that game. No, not really. But <laughs> no, Mad McMuscles will find it and do a video on it. So don't Probably. worry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah. Did you play uh, so, in first person when you played it the other day? Just so I got to ask that question. It, but she didn't like that. Um, I don't. I don't know that I have a preference because we found that when you do the helicopter view, that it doesn't always stay that far above. And the reason I would like that one is because I could see how uh, first person view you can see the cars in front of you, but if you're not far away in third person view, you can't see them directly in front of you at intersections and stuff. So I kind of like that view, but it wouldn't be consistent. So. She prefers just the the base, um, the starter view that it gives you. Oh, uh, man. But 
Okay, that's fine. As, a, as it's a simulator, be, be in the first person view. I think I, I preferred that at first, but the fact that the wheel doesn't move bothered me, so I, I couldn't get that out of my head. <laughs> the OCD got in the way. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, oh, I should have... Unless my bus driving outfits. I had an yes. outfit for bus driving as well. Graham was the, yeah. uh, the dapper bus guide. Is that uh, what it was? I guess so. <laughs> I said that it looked like he was Al Capone's chauffeur, but... <laughs> yeah, that, that would do. But yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> After that was Xeno Crisis, so we kicked off our indie block with Xeno Crisis that uh, Corey and I played. Um, mm-hmm. Didn't really get that far in it, or as that far as we so have hard previously. <laughs> yep, that's a difficult top-down Smash TV meets Aliens and Predator and Tremors and insert and sci-fi. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was uh, fun. Yeah, I got, got to play, play a little, little bit. bit. Yeah, oh, I enjoyed okay, it. Yeah. I thought it was very good fun. You guys made it look way easier than it was, I thought. You guys oh, were doing really thanks. well. <laughs> uh, when I played it, I was like, oh, yeah, okay, I keep dying. Corey, save me. Save me. Save me. Like, yeah, That's what happens like when me and Scotty room. play. So. I, yeah, I had one run that was just bad. Um, but uh, after that, uh, that game's cool, though. Everybody should check it out by Bitmap Bureau. After that was Volgar the Viking, another indie game um, in the vein Adult of like... Game. Yeah. Golden, yeah, Adult Swim games. It's in a, I would say, in the vein of Golden Axe, but more so like Shovel Knight or um, Rogue Legacy, almost. In yeah, terms or if of you're gameplay. if you're a big Sega Master System fan, Rastan. Um, oh yeah, which is where yeah. actually got, which actually got a lot of influence from the developers. Actually, acknowledge that uh, it's a very similar style game. Uh, but yeah, if you want to explain more about it, yeah, Corey, since you played it, uh, yeah, it's just a super hard ass game where it's like. Uh, think of Castlevania, where enemy placement matters. It's not just like a. I mean, like think about it in like Sonic and Mario, like those normal games. The enemy placement doesn't really matter, but like in Castlevania and this game and other games too, like being like, God, why is this one enemy here? It just makes the level so much harder. That's what Volgar. It's relentless and it's a really really fun game. It's a really fun platformer, mm. but you can be doing so well and then in the next second everything goes to shit. Mm-hmm. yeah it's great it's right. like ten dollars on steam you should go check it out yeah and i believe i don't i don't know how much the physical version apparently it did get a physical release on dreamcast yeah i don't know if that's still available but i need to look that up because i would like to have that uh i don't know i'm gonna look it up right now and see if you can still buy it it might be one of those things where they have an iso for you to get i'm not sure though uh because a lot of indie devs thing. have been doing that um oh, really? oh wait I found it relatively easily. Let me see here. Oh yeah, it's only like twenty five bucks. Okay, cool. I'll throw the actually I'll throw this into the chat uh for you, Corey, since you mentioned it. Um But yeah, and then after that, uh ending out rounding out the indie block, I tried to play Escape twenty forty two, the Truth Defenders. Yes. And had some hitches on my end that wouldn't let me adequately share things and hand the controller over but we only played it for a little bit i got stuck on a part but it's a cool little platforming puzzle type game that i equate to zillion um and it's been released on a lot of stuff but it's you're a fun little stick figure and there's like some 1984 slash big brother conspiracy theory story behind it that i don't honestly know because i just enjoy the puzzle game so uh, it's really fun. I played it. I played it on the Dreamcast as well. Uh, you mm-hmm. can get it on the Genesis or Mega Drive. Uh, the Dreamcast version also works on PC. I think they did it recently on Steam as well. I think. Yeah, that's what I was um, playing it through. It was on Steam. It's like eight bucks okay. on there or something. 
yeah and i i think it's the thing i love about it is the music is really good like, yeah i don't know what you think about that I, the music just kicks ass the music's and, good um, and it, it plays continually but it's good enough that you don't go insane and hate the soundtrack as you're going through this yeah game. Yeah, and the, the, uh, have you got much further in it? Have you, beat, have you I've, beaten that? I've gotten the... further than I did on stream, that's for sure. Okay, have you been to the other levels, basically? I don't the... I don't know that I have. I don't know how much time I've actually okay, put so into it. Okay, so you do actually go to like other levels, like they go to like a planet and stuff like that. You go into space and to planets mm -hmm. and other other areas. So, yeah, I think there's four different worlds, as it were, if you could call okay. it that. Um, yeah, really good. Cool. Yeah, that's a good indie game that you guys should pick up by Orion Soft. They make a lot of stuff on Dreamcast. Um, and then the competitions began with do 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 Daytona USA. Uh, <laughs> I don't understand brackets, but there were two of them. I I understand brackets. So when you do a double elimination bracket, people get knocked into the loser's bracket, and then they have one final chance to claw their way to the top to get into the winner's final to go against the person that won it all and got to the end. And that was me. Oh, so. yeah. Well done, sir. The belt's coming yeah. back. Well, it's Graham, been sitting somewhere. Graham, Graham probably accidentally threw it away. He doesn't know. But Graham took yeah, it with him to the UK. I definitely kept it safe somewhere, but it's too safe. It's so safe that I don't even know where it is. So... Mm -hmm. It's around. Thanks. I do have the belts coming back. Uh, I was able to give Brett his revenge match match against Graham, and uh, that's probably where I lost my voice. Was, <laughs> what, uh, did, Daytona. Wait, did Brett win against Graham? I lost track of everything that yes. was going on. Okay, so, Brett won against Graham, but then lost to Kusanagi, and then Kusanagi yeah. uh, lost to me in the finals. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. It was. Uh, it was not a. It's not a good day for me. I think for, for that. Uh, <laughs> Kusanagi will but, swear by the sweat on his brow that it was due to lag and other bullshit, but which it might very well have been. Probably but, hey, was. My my dream, my honest dream, is that. The next time we have a marathon and you guys can physically show up at my place of living, that we can zip over to Dave and Buster's and take over all eight of those goddamn Daytona machines against the wall. Oh, that'd be good. Just be take fun. a, yeah, do a live stream from there. I'd love to. Because <laughs> um, uh, that would, I think that would be a good time. Um, yeah, so that that was cool, though. That's always a lot of fun. There's always a lot of hype and energy behind that in the chat. Again, even if you don't care about racing games or whatever, just because it's, um the energy is there uh and then mm. i i knew I, I knew that i was thrown in the towel so i did my patented maneuver of turning around and driving backwards just to scare the shit out of brett <laughs> <laughs> and there if you review it that worked. chat i phantom my way through most of the opponents <laughs> you did <laughs> i don't think the game was uh ready for what you were bringing yeah my back alley <laughs> bullshit um but, uh, yeah, that was really cool. Daytona's always fun. Um, even though I, I will stand by whomever was saying this as well, it's not the best version of that game, but it's the no. Dreamcast version, so it's still a good time. That was Kusanagi and Brett, I believe, that were saying that. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's, I, it's, I prefer the passive version, for sure. Right, 100%, yeah. Um, and then after that, more competition, but uh, as we mentioned before, since it's fighting, it was uh, Brett and Antichris with Project Justice. That's always a fun thing. Project Justice, and especially since uh, the character, what was it? I think Acura. Yeah, Akira, she got released. Akira, however you say her, she's the uh, the biker babe with the skull on her helmet. She was announced as DLC for Street Fighter Five. Is that right? 
Yep. Um, which is awesome because Rival Schools has a era has a passionate following rival schools and project justice. Um, yeah. so to see the slightest ray of hope that Capcom might do another rival schools game. Um, we, it's kind of a staple of the marathon already, but it was cool to throw that in. And there was a lot of discussion going on around that. Um, that's a game that that's actually the first, the, uh, not, not project justice, but rival schools is the first fighting game I ever purchased. I don't count virtual fighter two. Cause that was bundled with my Saturn. Um, this is dumb young Scotty, though. I saw a cool anime character on the cover, was in love with Capcom because of Mega Man and Resident Evil, and it was also on the PS1 in one of those thick cases. So I was like, this game's got to be great. It's a double jewel case. Um, that was because <laughs> it was two discs, and the second disc was like all mini games and stuff, which is, I was, I was not disappointed with my purchase. But Rival Schools is a cool series that has three on three stuff, not as insane as Marvel vs. Capcom, but still fun, crazy characters. Um, illogical storyline that's just a good time and the the arenas i thought the arenas were actually really interesting and fun just for like a viewing perspective it's just fun to watch stuff that's going on yeah like, as well as the fighting uh and that's i think that's the mark of a good fighting game because that's why i find tekken quite boring most of the time the right. back, well, at least in the old tekken's it's just a really boring background i'm just like i don't really care if yeah. i'm watching it is that is um yeah. don't bore me the graham story <laughs> yeah yeah um and uh okay so after that we kicked off an hour of Shenmue 2 of which Rachel and I hosted and we loaded up the goddamn duck race and I did that yes in honor of Powell who could not get that duck race when we were doing the Shenmue journey forever ago on the sideshow podcast um and who couldn't be bothered to show up during the marathon at that time with Powell but whatever <laughs> Well, at yeah. that time, yeah, he showed up and he donated, but he showed yeah. up at like like he showed up before Shenmue, yeah. and then he showed up towards the end, yeah, like like ten minutes towards the end, yeah, yeah, because he was waking up, probably drinking his coffee, right? Um, but Shenmue two, I was really happy to. It, it's it's some abstract, ridiculous roundabout way to unlock that duck race. So we thankfully found a save file to use uh, and loaded it right up, and it's so cool. It, it's so crazy and cool. Um, because you are literally racing a duck against some other ducklings and a couple other grown ducks, some mallard and stuff. Um, and I think we ended up naming the duck Peter King Duck. Peking Duck. Peking Howard yeah. the Duck. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Um, and it was really fun and goofy. Rachel really enjoyed it too. Uh, because you do control, it's not like the chow races where all you do is like tap A and cheer the thing on. You actually do like right trigger is accelerate. And I don't think there was a jump, but there was something involving your stamina in that game, uh, in, in the in the race itself. Um, mm. And we played until we got first, and then we aimlessly walked around Shenmue, showed them some of the mini games, the Gashupon, of course, the real star of that mm. game, the Gashupon games, uh, or icons. We played some darts, we played some um, Outrun and Space Harrier, uh, and the QTE little arcade game, so... Figure if we're going to show off Shenmue in any way, shape, or form for an hour, it's going to be duck race and random crap. <laughs> it's uh, the, I think I, I've owned Shenmue 2 since it came out in the UK back in 2002, whenever it was, or 2001, I can't remember now. But uh, yeah, and I've completed it a couple of times. I never knew that was existed until you guys did the sideshow and you started talking about this duck racing. I'm like, literally, what the hell it's, are you talking about? What? Yeah, it's <laughs> extensive how you have to unlock it. And I, 
when I found out about it while we were recording that show, it's I was already beyond the the time stamp essentially in the game that you could unlock it, so I just gave up. But Chris Powell was behind me far enough that he was trying to get it, but it took him like multiple hours of not succeeding to to uh once he did find out to just realize like it's not worth it at that point so i i hope that he tunes in for that or watches the vod um so yeah that was fun shenmue shenmue is weird and i didn't want to try to show people the story because that's not why people would be tuning in um no offense to shenmue story or whatever but uh, and we didn't do the first one because everybody's seen the first one now. Now that three's out and the collection is out, everybody's seen the first one. So I wanted to do something crazy and goofy. Um, speaking of, the next hour was the witching hour, sort of, but it was ill bleed. Yep. Uh, Chris was able, anti Chris was able to uh, be my walkthrough guide, basically. And I'm still so mad that you have a copy of it. Like, it yeah, pisses me look off at that. My <laughs> look at those. It makes the characters look like they mean something on the back. Because <laughs> it's like <laughs> worth a hundred. That that version that you have is like a hundred and sixty dollars. Like, it's ridiculous. Apparently, you know, it's only yep. going up because people suck. <laughs> I don't think that. But uh, no, we got through. My goal was to get through the. Uh, it should be that's not Jimmy. But uh, it says I don't want to fight. Let's <laughs> bury the hatchet. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we got through the first mission of that, and the best thing about Ill Bleed is everyone's reaction to Ill Bleed. Yeah. I'm pretty <laughs> sure the chat there was a whole line of people just going, "What? What? What the fuck? What the fuck is going on in this game?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think especially when you pick up the baseball bat, he goes, "Hey, Jimmy!" And like and the face comes out, "You're not Jimmy." <laughs> yeah, that's the whole. Re- that's got that got me into Ill Bleed. When I was because I wasn't really paying attention to Scotty playing it last year, and then that happened, I went, "What the fuck is this game that you're showing me in my face hole right now?" And uh, that game is something like I when we got to the courtyard, Chris was like, "Okay, this is what you got to do." I was like, "I don't have to do nothing. I know exactly where the bat is," and I ran right to it. Everybody, shut up! And I like, shut up! Shut up right yeah, now! I was shut like, up everybody, and shut the fuck up! And everyone in the chat just went, "What?" Like there was so many people that were just like, I have never heard of this game before. So yeah, and do, do you want to explain it to anyone like who doesn't? I, know I still don't know how can. to. I really basically <laughs> there's a monologue of the main character Erico in the beginning talking about how like she's got a past history with like haunted houses and all this other stuff, and then her friends show up like, hey, we got these tickets to go to Illbleed and make a bunch of money. It's a theme park, and then come to find out, people are getting murdered. So, you know, it's an episodic thing where there's there's six episodes and you have a time limit to complete the episodes. And the first episode is a story of uh, this dad that his kid was a really good baseball player. And then come to find out a fire happens. His son dies. He goes insane, starts killing people. And uh, but no, the whole game itself is it's it's a resource management game. And you have like you have these sensor bars, you have. You have sight, smell, uh, hearing, Sound. and sixth sense. Yeah, you yeah. have all of those bars that you have to manage. And if something like start your your heart rate on those start going up, you, you're like, there are traps nearby. And if you get hit by the traps, you also have other resources that you have to manage, which are your bleeding resource, your hit points, your adrenaline, and your uh, your heart rate. And if your heart rate goes too high, you can die. If you bleed out, if you bleed too much, you can bleed out. If your hit points hit zero, you die. If you run out of adrenaline, you basically die because you can no longer 
you can no longer identify traps and disable the traps. So you're literally running in there blind. And the ending is what got everybody of that chat of that final oh. uh, or of that uh, chapter. Cause it's basically Erico's a murderer. Cause she did not <laughs> know that that man was a robot. So she just hits him over the head with a bat. And, and then everyone was like, Oh man, she just murdered that guy. Wait, that that's not a guy. That's a robot. And uh, uh, that's probably <laughs> so. Yeah. It's, uh, I think death. Scotty summed it up best. It's uh, like a survival horror game in its truest form because ways is not just killing things to survive. You're actually having to predict traps and stuff uh, early if you can. Um, and you have you no know, resource management as well. And just detect, you can detect things with your senses. Um, and it's just so different as well. It's really cheesy and like terrible script and stuff like a lot of games are back and then, but it's so much fun to watch. It's so much fun to experience as well. Uh, yeah. I still haven't actually yeah. played it yet. I think last year I didn't get to play it, and obviously Corey played it this year. Oh, really? I, but I don't yeah. care. I enjoyed it. I had so much fun just watching. It was great. It's very much one of those games that you can co-pilot and be just as satisfied with. Um, I I don't say this for really any games, but I recommend, if you can, play it with the Jump Pack, which is the Dreamcast equivalent of the Rumble Pack, because it does actually go off when you're near stuff. Uh, it sort of helps you find and, and be aware of your surroundings a little bit if you're not fully paying attention to stuff. Um, okay. Yeah. That game is just, it's something else. I really don't know ever how to explain it to somebody, but I will stand by that it is one of, if not the most unique video game I have ever played. <laughs> I've yeah. never seen another game like it, ever. Yeah. Um, and whenever, I, what's funny is we say that, and then I usually also say, oh, it's also made by the same company that did Blue Stinger. And people are like, oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have yeah. still never played Blue Stinger, and I don't think I want to. It's, so. it's, I, Blue Stinger I, is wonky, and I always chalk it up to, it's a launch game. It's not a bad game, but it's the most colorful yeah. survival horror game you'll ever play. I think people compare it way too much to Resident Evil games. It's, it's a little bit different to Resident yeah. Evil games. Like the way you move, you can like do um, like melee fighting. So you can punch and kick your enemies as well. But right. not just like walk around and like shoot like that. Cause that's what Resident right. Evil games were back in there. And it was sort of like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I need point, to do tank control. Um, yeah. yeah. It was just a bit more free running, but it, cause of that, it felt a bit more janky. I'm going to say like, it just didn't feel quite as smooth. Yeah. Uh, and it's got some really terrible, cutscenes like it's isn't just bad dialogue and stuff but i i think it's a fine game uh but it will bleed i just gotta say one thing i actually genuinely I, even though i was watching i genuinely got a bit scared and when you're in the maze bit near the end and that oh. guy was like chasing you you could just mm. hear his like the noise of him it's like and because because it's all in stereo i even i could hear like oh he's coming out like when you turn the camera oh, that's I was, like, cool. he's coming oh, like, so like, he teleports too as we saw <laughs> Yeah, uh, you yeah, literally yeah. saw that. He was on one side, and then you pan the camera to another hallway, and he was there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then next was another tournament, sort of. Crazy Taxi. Crazy money. Uh-huh. Uh, no, Kusanagi, basically, we all knew he was going to take this one. Oh, yeah. Although it was very close. At the at the end, it was like mm. he was literally down to the wire, but it was so. So I was winning in points because um, we did a little competition to see who could get the most um, uh, most money within five minutes. Yep, and I was winning, and it got down to like the wire that he had. He picked up one person, and he had exactly the amount of time of the person as he had on his main clock. So he was driving and driving and driving, getting loads of racking up loads of points and stuff. And he was like 
you know, had no almost no time left for like three seconds. He was like, I'm not gonna make this, I'm not gonna make this. And even I, even though he's like my competition, I was like, You gotta you can do this. Come on, man, you can do it. It's just so tense. It was so much fun. I was like, Yeah, the room. <laughs> yeah, the room was like, cheering for uh, Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Just fun. Well, the only yeah. problem was we couldn't do the pole, the fishing pole this year with it. Yeah. yeah. That the fishing was, pole was always good fun with the crazy taxi. But we still had a good bit of just insanity. Just that game is just, I think you mentioned it, uh, Corey, was how it just is amazing how broken the game is, but it doesn't break the game or something like that. Like mm-hmm. so much crap. You're basically on two wheels for the majority of your runs mm-hmm. and essentially Tony Hawk grinding on some things. But, but you somehow... never fall out of the level like you would do yeah. with a newer game. Yeah, it's yeah. Kind of like I did in the new Tony Hawk. Um, yeah. <laughs> So Crazy Taxi is just some sort of phenomenon uh, that will always be part of the marathon as well. Because that fun, that little competition we do is a good time. Um, Mm. And uh, yeah, Kusanagi was showing us stuff and locations and like that old lady that's just hanging out on an awning that'll pay close to a thousand dollars to get to the church or something. I forget. It's Uh, goofy. Yeah. And he knows how to get there every time. Yep. 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 Um. Yeah, that's a good time. And then after that, did wait? Did we play Marvel versus Capcom after that? Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know yeah, what Sonic Shuffle did, yeah. came in. Did we already skip play Sonic Shuffle, or did that happen? Oh, oh yeah. So oh, must we played Sonic Shuffle at some point, didn't we? Yeah, I've lost track of it now. I didn't uh, add that into my notes here. I feel like it was before Daytona. Oh, it, it was. It was, was it? before Daytona, and I think it was before Volgar and Xeno Crisis. Was it right after Tokyo Bus Guide? Oh, maybe. Did we shift maybe. everything down? Oh, uh, so no, we didn't play Worms Roll Party, did we? No, we so... didn't. Uh, and I could, but well, I could maybe find out real quick. Uh, or maybe not. This might be janky as hell. Um Anyway, we did play Sonic Shuffle. Yes. Yeah, At so one we, point, we did get uh, $666 raised, which was the goal to play Sonic Shuffle because that game is the mark of Satan. Um, and someone said, the computer always cheats. Play its computer. We're like, all right, we'll set one AI, and it sure as hell does. Um, Ooh, there yes. was three humans versus one cheating Amy Rose AI, and we played through getting two precious stones, but we only got one. I don't know what to say about Sonic Shuffle that hasn't already been said. Uh, I mean, we yeah. do it so we can get the money. Yeah. It's for a good cause. I, yeah, exactly. I, I've only played it once, which was last year at the marathon, and I'm glad I didn't play it this year because it's more fun <laughs> for me to watch you guys having a bad time than it was for me to play it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I got out of it yeah. again this year. I'm two for two <laughs> for not playing that game. Uh, I got out of it last year because I was actually running around and I kept handing... I'm pretty yeah. sure three different people had my controller last year as I was trying to do other stuff. And it wasn't on purpose. I was just trying to finagle things or whatever. But um, yeah. Sonic Shuffle is... Yeah. that When that game came out, it has such a uh, 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 mis... mis not, uh, what the heck is the word? Um, the bait and switch of an intro video because the intro video actually mm-hmm. looks cool because it's just using the Sonic Adventure sprites but it's cell shaded and it's like this we're running we're going through this crazy wormhole what's going on sci-fi story crazy stuff I don't know alternate dimensions and then you start the game and you're like this is not what I wanted at all 
Um, <laughs> and also it's the a original... crappy Mario Party, and Mario Party is not that great to begin with. Right. Yeah. And there's also it was at the time it was known for notoriously long load times for nothing going on in the game. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh gosh. So it's one that you need to play with your friends, or if you were a very patient person, you could maybe enjoy on your own. Um, there's secret characters you can, you can unlock, but doesn't matter. The mini games don't make sense. Um, I understand WarioWare more than I do the mini games in this game. Yeah, uh, that's the Wario thing. The mini games they pop up with like a very brief introduction or description, but they don't make sense. They go past so quickly that when you're in the game, you're like, "What am I doing?" And then just after 30 seconds, it's gone. You're like. I don't know what's happened. Like, I remember that from last year. And I remember sitting next to Ashley and we both just sat there and went, what are we doing? Oh, it's over. What? What just happened? Like, what, what literally just happened? <laughs> yep. That's pretty much it. Um, Sonic Shuffle. Uh, and then eventually going down the line here, though, we did end up playing Marvel vs. Capcom 2 uh, because it is the 20th anniversary of that game. Evo didn't happen this year, so we somebody had to pick it up. Um no, but yeah, we played that, and by we, I mean uh, Brett and Anti-Chris again. Uh, mm -hmm. They were going back and forth. I don't know what to say about that game. That game still, I mean, it's, it's Marvel. Like, it's Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Like, it's one of the best fighters ever created. It's Marvel, like, it's, baby. Yeah, like, it's great. Uh, it's unfortunate. I wish they would re-release it digitally on uh, some platform, because it got delisted again yep. on the PlayStation 3. So, huh. I wish that would come back. Maybe, but hey, Scott Pilgrim came back this year, so maybe. Yeah, if Disney gets their head out of their asses, maybe it could happen somehow. Our uh, Disney overlords <laughs> will never let Marvel go. No, nah, definitely not. Yeah. Um, after that, Ooh. that was 12 a.m. We're coming up on 1 a.m. Eastern, midnight for Corey, and 6 a.m. for Graham. We did a little first-person weird game called Red Dog. Uh, yeah, like, so did we do Propeller Arena before this or not? I think we did. I've we did. We did we Propeller. Did Red... We okay. so Red Dog was only thirty minutes. Yes, instead of uh, and then we did Propeller Arena, which that game super fun, and it's unfortunate that the things oh, yeah. that happened with it. Yeah, we hit yeah, our thousand um... dollar, our our one thousand dollar stretch goal, raising money for Extra Life, and that was to play the unreleased airplane jet fighter arena game propeller arena that was never released due to uh, everything that happened with september 11th um very unfortunate and we do not want anyone to think that we are being insensitive by playing that um because it is still a good game it's still a fun multiplayer game um and people were kind of asking in the chat like uh it doesn't seem like you should be playing this we're like we're not doing it to be jerks we're doing it to show a game that was never released and more people should maybe play um I did not mm. fully understand what I was doing in that game sometimes, but it was still fun. I think Corey described it best as a little more chaotic Star Fox. Yeah, I guess a little bit slower, it. too. Slower, yeah. Because yeah, it actually has, like, game physics, like, or not game physics, but plane physics, so where you can't just, like, whip around real quick and start dogfighting and tailfighting with someone. You gotta go, like, let's yeah. turn. <laughs> and then there's also a stall feature that right. if you go too high, you'll stall, and then you gotta waggle out of the stall. Uh, but no, that game's great. Like, uh, like I said, it's unfortunate the things that happened uh, around its release and all that. But I mean, I don't know. Dreamcast games are getting made all the time, so maybe it'll get a re-release. The um, maybe it, it, I, it, I, there's going to be five people that understand this, but if I could compare it into, into any other game, it's the 
Independence Day movie video game, but good. <laughs> yeah, someone said that in the chat. Oh, really? really? I missed it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Because see, to me, the closest thing I can think of is Crimson Skies on the original Xbox. Um, like the well, Crimson Skies had bigger multiplayer arenas and stuff. The arenas in this one are quite a bit smaller, uh, but very similar style, kind of just um, frantic shooting people down kind of gameplay and the cool thing is they've actually got bots in there which i didn't realize so you've got four players yeah, we had no idea. Bots flying around. yeah i was just like who's this c c one who keeps shooting me down oh wait right. that's someone else it's not even you got person. you got better at it real quick and um i think antichrist got good at it real quick too yeah, the, yeah i think the first did couple, i didn't get a single kill on or i got one kill and then i died so i lost a kill and then later on i was actually managing to get a few kills in so yeah uh really good really, really love it yeah, it'd be um, a great online game. It would have been so cool if we got to play yeah, online. Yeah, it would have actually that. had online multiplayer. Um, do you know, yeah. is that basically what the campaign is too? Or do you have mission objectives in it? Do you have any idea, Graham? From my Because I have actually played it before. Um, mm -hmm. I actually reviewed it on the old Sega Nerds website. From my memory, it's not really campaign. It's not like a, It's not like Crimson Skies where we actually got proper story missions. It's, it's more... Still, dog matches but you're kind of going through a ranking system almost like like mortal combat yeah. or street fighter you're sort of going through different stages taking down different play, uh planes basically uh okay. there's no real story from memory um yeah uh it's been a while since i played it so maybe i've got that all wrong i don't know try and find it yourself play it. I, no, I shouldn't be telling people to do that <laughs> uh but <laughs> i haven't um I, I I knew always knew it existed, but I'd never touched it until this marathon. So it was cool to play that. Um, really fun. And uh, so next up was Red Dog, and I think you guys played about half an hour of that. That's a first person tank shooting game, or is it? Oh, uh, it's also person? it can be third person, third okay. person or first person. You can switch cameras. So I think the arenas were too big for what it was. Oh, um, really? If that makes sense? Because the best we had three we players. Was the first one. Yeah, uh, we had three players playing, and it's I kind of got I I lost you guys a couple of times, like because it was just too big. Um, mm. And then we played an arena which had like uh, pits of water in, which we all just kept falling into, which was just a freaking pain in the ass. Um, yeah, it was the single bad. player is actually a really good single player. It's quite a tough single player, but it's actually quite entertaining. Uh, it's proper story missions to it. But yeah, we played the death match, and I think we could have tried to play a few more levels. Maybe if we had more time, we could. I would be up playing a few more right. levels, but. It was also like yeah, it's like six or seven a.m. for me, and I was just a bit like, oh, I've kind of yeah. starting to starting to lag a little bit here. Yeah, um, uh, and I want to correct myself. The full title of this game is Red Dog Superior Firepower. Yes, yeah, that's, the <laughs> that's cover true. is goofy as hell too. Yeah, <laughs> what a weird thing. So um, while you guys were playing that, I was trying to get Typing of the Dead set up, and nothing was working on my end uh, in terms nope. of the capture card. For some reason, the video was not coming through. OBS or slobs. Um, I still don't know what's going on with that because I haven't had time to troubleshoot. I've actually been surprisingly busy on my vacation days following the marathon here um, to get stuff done. Uh, I haven't had a chance to sit down with that. Unfortunately, we did not get to show Typing of the Dead. Um, that is House of the Dead 2 with keyboards. So everyone should experience that. It is half the reason I own two key. Well, it is the reason I own two keyboards for my Dreamcast, but everyone should check that out. It even had an arcade release in Japan. Um, yeah, and so instead, uh, you guys kicked off Choo Choo Rocket Multiplayer. Ooh. 
and we saw a brand new side of super chill dude Kusanagi. <laughs> oh yeah, Kusanagi. Well, that's also going into our what hour was it? Uh, well, this would have been two a.m. and we were just gone. Like, yeah, I was gone, bro. I was just losing it. Like, and Kusanagi was just like, "Fuck this shit." Like, he was getting so mad because, like, you could—that's the name of that game—is just screwing everybody over. Like, that's right. what it is. And I had already, yeah. my voice was already like glue. I was losing. I couldn't even yell out Mouse Mania right anymore, or Mouse Monopoly and Mouse <laughs> Mania right. So, but I'm still good at that game. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Whatever you uh, say. That, that's the game that destroyed me, basically. I think. I think. Oh, I think your laughing thing... fit started. Yeah. Um, we didn't get a full one this a... year, but we caught a couple mini ones. Uh, the, the the main one was that happened later with Revolt for me, uh, and also Ooga Booga when. Uh, Corey did the thing that made him laughing. Oh, but, yeah. Um, uh, well, we'll yeah, get there. the Choo Choo Rocket, Choo Choo Rocket. I was playing it. I was like, I am not having fun right now. This is not a good game. I'm <laughs> dying. I'm just, I'm just like, I was, I was kind of getting, see, I was internally just getting angry at myself and the world. Like, just like, God damn it. It's like all these fucking cats can come, and you, people can take my arrows away. And, it's just really annoying. And I think before that, I had, I discovered recently that if I drink a cup of coffee and then try to play video games, especially first person games like Red Dog. I get kind of motion sickness. So I was just coming off uh, having some bit of motion sickness on Red Dog playing Chuchu Rocket. I was just like, oh, this is not good. Mm. Um, so yeah, that was that was the one that kind of took me down a bit. Uh, That's <laughs> unfortunate. Like a bit crazy after that. That uh, game uh, is a super chill puzzle game single player. And I think there is even a co-op-ish mm. mode. Um, multiplayer yeah. is a completely different frenetic insane thing where you have mice and cats go uh, choose and kappas uh going towards your rockets and you have to lay down the arrow tiles um one of the best like most unique weird thing that ever came out on the dreamcast in my opinion as well um one of the few games that i i would argue was better when they put it on smartphones with a touch screen to lay arrows down and stuff um because it actually worked better in in that aspect um but there were uh i don't remember when or how far into it it was but i think Corey accepted the fact that he could not win by gaining mice so he would just try to fuck everyone else over uh and there, there's a clip of him and me feverishly putting down arrows against each other just to stop this one cat from going it's right next to my rocket but we're just like and you had a fine. lot you yeah. had a lot so the, the 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 cats how much they take away from you scales on how much you actually have i think right. it's like a base yeah. percentage so if you have like 400 points you get hit by a cat it takes like 120 you're yeah. out of the first place now, unless you had a considerable lead. But and then if you didn't have, if you now you don't have that considerable lead anymore, and you can get like Kusanagi, he's like hey, these goddamn cats. Like they kept <laughs> like he got like four cats in a row. Yeah, and it was just ridiculous. It was great. Uh, it was great. I'm so glad we. I'm so glad we were able to incorporate that, and I think it was at a decent hour because it's a good wake up call. We have to pay attention to what's going on, and um, not yeah. for me, it wasn't. Yeah, I guess. Because Ooga Booga was just like... That was next. Ooga Booga. Uh, okay, so for me, this is the first time I've ever played Ooga Booga. I've never played it before. I've seen a couple of videos online of it being played, but never played it. And that first... we What do you call it? Like the Rocket League style one, where you're playing Boar Polo. I hated that. But then we moved on to the other roads. I was like, this is so much fun. But everyone else seemed to be, like, be really not enjoying it. 
Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so we no. kind of finished it a bit, a bit, bit earlier than we should have done. But I, well, I really got into that. I was thinking I, I want to play more rounds and different levels and stuff. This looks. Great. I zoned out. I zoned out, and I was just so tired. I was kind of falling asleep. And then the one thing, like, I was mad because I didn't like the game. And then Kusanagi goes, <laughs> well, "I wonder we, if let's there." Let's lead or... up to that because uh, to the boar polo thing, you it's soccer, but you do better when you you, you it's it's a um tropical witch doctor kind of theme with characters and you hop on these wild boar to shoot the ball or bounce the ball better and they're more powerful so the ball goes flying further and then the next mode we tried uh was just a third person deathmatch kind of thing where for some reason there was a wild boar running around there as well and then <laughs> go ahead Corey, with what kusanagi randomly said amongst the well kusanagi goes i wonder if there's more boar related modes and I just, it got me. Like, I was like, what did you say? And I just, I lost it. I was laughing. I, I thought was he tired. was being a sarcastic I, I, asshole, but he was legitimate curious. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. And I was just, and then we started calling oh. people boar whores and yep. all that stuff. So <laughs> yep. that, I, was, that was my moment where I lost it. And I was just like, what the fuck is this game? And then, like, I was like, we don't want to play this game anymore. So then we went to Revolt, and then that was a shit show. Oh, that's, so that's what that's what made me lose my shit on Revolt. Oh, um, yeah, Revolt. Like, I will say so, I did not have fun only because the second player screen was not working, and so I had to plant myself in a corner because the frame rate was janking so sporadically that I was legitimately getting nauseous trying to play the game. So I just mm-hmm. shoved myself in a corner so that everyone else could play, but. That's yeah, a racing I, game. I see. I, that that I feel like the racing on that wasn't the best, but it's when you guys started doing the stunt track, single player stunt track mode, and Scotty, <laughs> you were trying to do stuff. Losing <laughs> it now. There was one point where there's this ramp, this little ramp we had to go up. <laughs> you were like, at this point, you failed at so many things. I like tried to do this loop the loop, you kept failing. And there's this little ramp, like a little ramp for you to like, just go up and go off the ramp to have just a bit of fun. And you like, proper, like, angling up, getting it all lined up. <laughs> you basically went forward and went, <laughs> you just yeah. like, <laughs> I, just couldn't, I couldn't contain myself. It was so funny. That's exactly what happened. I was fucking over it. I'm just like, this is a bad game. It's not that I'm not having fun. This is just a bad game. No, I think the game is fine. It's just play it when you have some sleep. The music in that game is really good. Uh, yeah. So, no, it was just unfortunate where it was timed at. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, maybe we'll try to fit that in somewhere else in, in later years or something. Uh... I think did we try to throw another game in before we got to Virtua Tennis, or was the, or was that it? We went from Revolt to Virtua Tennis. I think that was it. We went to Re- Virtua Tennis. Okay. No, we tried Rushed. Oh, for did like a split second, and it was just yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, infinite fog mode, and we were like, no, yeah, it's not working. Yeah. yeah, which is really weird because multiple members of the staff tested Rush on their own, and it worked fine. But for some reason, yeah. it was just like not today. Satan. Uh, And so we moved on to another sports portion, sports portion with Virtua Tennis, uh, which Mm -hmm. is always a fun, weird thing. It's 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 a weird it's almost wrong that that game is so much fun, whether you play tennis or not. Like, it's just a good four player Mm -hmm. multiplayer game. Um, I was I was getting I was actually getting angry with 
Graham for a split second because all of us were like ready to go and he's like looking at oh but I could be this guy or this guy because he actually knew the tennis stars and I'm just like Graham <laughs> nobody fucking cares let's play the game I need to speak Tim Henman God damn it. no one cares Tim. about your weird British ways <laughs> I think I think I even asked like alright Corey hey uh, whoever Kusna, do, you, do you know who any of these people are no nobody knows Graham let's go <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that, All of them, I was like, that, I know Federer, and that guy wasn't in that game, so. <laughs> so it's, it's pre-Federer, no, that that's the problem. Uh, I mean, sports games gets anti-Chris super competitive, so that was fun, and that was, we actually fun. were able to play virtual tennis for Virtua Tennis. It's, why aren't they virtual? Why aren't these games virtual with an L? It's stupid. <laughs> Virtua Racing Fighter, uh, Virtua Fighter. I forget the other Yeah, ones. I, I, for the longest time, thought it was Virtual Fighter. Nope. But it's not. It's Virtual <laughs> Fighter. Yep. So and then they've got Virtual On. Yes. It's a Virtual yeah. On. The, the big thing is a Virtual. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, Even dear. less sense. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, and then it's, the shit show game. started. The legitimate shit show. The, we thought the tech, tech problems were going to be done. Uh, no, oh, they yeah. reared their ugly head back right back up. So oh, we did 30 minutes God. of regular Soul Calibur. The 30 minutes of regular Soul Calibur went fine. We got to play. Everyone kind of got to jump in. It was the last. I think that where we were good. like, one more hour, boys. Let's just get through it. And then, uh, and then the 30 minutes of Pole Calibur started. And everything that could have gone wrong for Scotty went wrong, <laughs> except for his house catching on fire. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so we had to show off this guy with Soul Calibur. Because it's not a marathon if we don't have pole caliber. And I had already had issues with my capture card. And so I didn't mention this on stream because I didn't want the steam to be lost uh, to the audience. But after typing in the dead didn't work, I was beyond, okay, whatever, my capture card's dead. Because I that tailored into, shit can't do pole caliber. That is like the thing that people remember from this. How can I do pole caliber? So I'm like... I have two webcams. I can go ahead with good old 2008 streaming tactics and Dude, point we a webcam back at so the TV far. and another webcam at me. And then I was like, this can work. I can do this. I don't know how the audio of the Discord is going to pick up, but I'll figure that we're, out. We didn't so care. I, I, I pulled up a TV tray in between my coffee table where the mic was and the TV itself, and I had... Uh, the webcam on the TV, and then I had a webcam further back because of how small my living room is, I was going to have to stand on my couch to use the, the fishing pole controllers, fishing rod controllers, while playing this game. And then I hit... And, and it had worked. My camera that was on the TV was showing motion, and my camera that was, like, on a tripod in the chair in the living room pointed at my fucking couch. I should have taken a picture of this goddamn setup because it was not <laughs> what anything should look like. And um, I had it pointed at me, and I was moving around, but as soon as I hit go live, the camera froze that was supposed to be pointed on me is showing the idiot waving two rods around wearing a giant T-Rex fananimal mask, whatever Walmart had. And I'm like, guys, it's not working. And we are, both Corey and I think, I fig think we figured it out at the same time. It's because the Discord cam is trying to go through OBS or, I mean, my webcam is trying to go through OBS and the Discord. I I need. We're already live. We have like twenty minutes left of this fucking twenty four hour disaster. Danny's back, 
everyone yeah, Danny's showed back in back the chat. Up. Great. We had <laughs> we had like over fifty uh, people in the in the in the audience at the moment. So I'm like, I'm not going to drop the stream again. I can't close Discord. That'll shit everything. So I had the sound so that it could capture what you, Antichrist, Corey, Kusanagi were saying. I had that sound coming through my monitor speaker while that was going through the actual stream. The camera was still on the TV, but the webcam pointed on the couch wasn't working. So Corey's just like, just grab your fucking webcam. <laughs> we were all a little... Yeah, do it we like all, this. Grab it and waggle. Yeah, we were beyond punchy at this point. And I'm just like, God damn it. Nothing's working. This has to end adequately somehow. So it was even more funny that it was a dumpster fire, more entertaining, because I grabbed the webcam, and I'm like holding it at arm's length, trying to waggle, trying to get the TV in the view as well. And I'm like, this isn't working. Okay, I'll set the camera. The camera was masking taped to the TV tray. I'll untape that. I'll push it a little further away, and I'll just show that I'm waggling the rod while I'm in front of the game, like... Uh, feverishly pointing, <laughs> pressing the start button. This was after I had the camera just on me on the couch, waving the rods around. And so we're like, this is just in TV garbage. Like, there's one camera pointed on the TV and me and the controller and everything. And my face was just like, yeah, periodically in there. Why don't you? And oh, and also, people got to see me in lot in real time, like, take the webcam portions of Discord, kind of crop that. <laughs> Push that over. Okay, thankfully you're all lined up. It Let's was have the worst cropping ever. <laughs> I didn't give a shit, and it turned into not the best part of the marathon. But people were like, "This is why I tuned They'll in." Remember it? They this remember. Is... They always remember pole caliber. Yeah, and I was uh, at one point. Tech problems. At one point, I was like, "I can't hear what any. I can't read the chat. Is anyone enjoying this?" <laughs> I was like, "You're <laughs> like, losing it, dude." So, do you guys want to describe how you saw that from your point of view? I mean, you just did it. It was complete chaos. Yeah, carnage was just absolute madness. It was was good. I enjoyed it. It it was a gangster, you know, streets level kind of just, you know, streaming, but it was just so. It was raw, dirty, and (laughs) disgusting. Yeah, Yeah. I think Anti Chris. Hey, play the game. Anti Chris was getting like angrily supportive with how everything was getting set up he's like no you fucking turn that camera around and point it at you right now bitch get everything yep and and he's like this is how it started this is how this this is when streaming cards were five thousand dollars and nobody was doing this stuff this is where it all began right now right here with this crap oh my god it's it was good I think it was a good end to the show. To it probably sounds horrible, but <laughs> very good. all of you laughing for a straight 30 minutes and me trying to figure this crap out, sweating my ass off at the end. Um, boy, howdy. Uh, I don't, that was not my favorite part, but that was a good part of the marathon. Um, now that we've discussed the whole kit and caboodle, do you guys want to mention maybe what your favorite part was of the whole thing? Uh, if you want to go first, Graham, you can, unless you don't have that. I mean, the, the, the few highlights that stick out for me are a Tokyo Bus Guide. I just love that game. I, I, I think it's one of those games that playing it once a year, even just playing once a year is just really good. I really liked Uga Booga and Dynamite Cop. Like, that was just fun at the start. Like, cause after the, the sort of train wreck of Sonic Adventure and uh, Hydro Thunder, we, we got into Dynamite Cop. 
and we started playing and it was like oh this is actually really good fun we actually it's, it's anything seeing things are starting to work now yeah uh you know the, 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 the frame rate was moving out and there was just it was just fun because we both hadn't really played it currently before so we we're just like oh this is great so i think those are like the highlights for me really as uh very entertaining and also you just hitting the ramp of just <laughs> 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 but yeah ooga booga more ooga booga i'd say yeah, it's Get a shame that, out of here with that. <laughs> I really like the reason that we have that game on there is two years ago, uh, we actually took my Dreamcast online. TJ brought his Dream Pie setup, and we actually played Choo Choo Rocket and Ooga Booga online with some of the Dreamcast live community. Um, and that introduced me to Ooga Booga, but I think that was two player split screen. So that game is not, it should not be split into four screens because you cannot, you do not have a right stick to control the camera. Um, so it is a lot better when you can actually see stuff going on. So I imagine that game is a lot more tolerable if you're playing single player, but, or a uh, single screen, but online with people, um, so that you can actually see the chaos. So it is a fun party game. Um, but I think that's one that should be played online rather than split screen, I will say. But because what led to that, like we played it online and no joke, like a couple of months later, I was able to find that and I bought the game because as a result of playing that game. So, yeah. Um, yeah. What about you, Corey? Uh, I mean, everyone's reaction to Ill Bleed is great. Yep. Uh, I wasn't even I didn't even know about it until afterwards when you took a screenshot of the chat. But I didn't <laughs> know that that's what they were all saying because I was focusing on the game. I was trying to get it done, and I got it done. Like even watching the intro and all the cutscenes, like we were able to get the, get it in an hour. So that's good to know for future, uh, future stuff. But it was just. Just to be that, clear to the audience, not the full get the full game wasn't done in an hour. Just no, 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 just, just the first of, chapter. Yeah, just for the, yeah. the just the first chapter, and uh, that uh, Dynamite Cop was cool because that's another game. I'm just like, oh, that's a new game that I want to check out now, and uh, Daytona because I was just losing my shit on like announcing everybody and all that stuff. So and then Tokyo Bus Tokyo. I think I like Tokyo Bus Guy more than I liked uh, Crazy Taxi just because we were so hyped. And trying to yeah. make sure, like, like I, 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 everyone's like, is that like a, that's a five, right? I was like, that's a three. They're like, fuck you, that's a five, that's a three, <laughs> and all that stuff. So, but no, th mm. those were probably my highlights of that. Uh, everything else, like the platformers that I played, they were just kind of chilled. Dino Crisis was really fun too, but no, it was mm. Ill Bleed, Dynamite Cop, and Daytona for me. Nice. Okay. Cool. I think and I had... guess Ooga Booga, <laughs> <laughs> the boar. Um, boar related activities. I think for mine, uh, Dynamite Cop is always good, and I very much enjoyed Tokyo Bus Guide. But I actually, I think that Shenmue Duck Race might be up there for mine. Um, because that 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 was one that was everybody's been talking about Shenmue, but nobody talks about this Duck Race thing because it's so stupid that it's great. Um. I just think no one time. knows about the duck race. I think yeah. hardly anyone knows about the bloody thing. It's brilliant. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Um, and I and I guess the end was good because I clearly had lost my mind, and I was I was happy yeah. that we turned a curse into a blessing somehow with that ghetto rigged bullshit that I did at the end of the marathon. <laughs> I think you um, should do that from now on. Like that's how it should be. <laughs> just ghetto rig it every year to be like. Hey, do you guys watch this marathon where at the end, like, they obviously have software and programs to where they could just make it look good, but they just, like, record their TV with a webcam, uh, and they just, like, don't do anything that you're supposed to. <laughs> like, 
Oh, Manny's man. gonna be like, "Yo, you guys should watch these guys play Soul Calibur." <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, um, Pen Pen was good too. Uh, I think what was there was another competitive portion that I'm losing my mind with right now. I don't know. There, there was just a, maybe that there was just a lot of good. Like the sports games even were maybe one of my favorite portions this year. It was just mm. good overall. Um, I mean, hitting our goals and stuff was really cool. Um, yeah, my brother, my little brother watched this year, which I don't think he, <laughs> unless, unless he's lurked on stuff before, he hasn't really tuned in. Uh, but he donated a hundred dollars to Graham's portion, not my portion. Thank you. Because Graham Thank was you. losing. Yeah. yeah, I was, I, no, no one was donating to me. No one cares about the Brit. Um, <laughs> I, I just, we did, there was a game we did play. We didn't mention, uh, or did we mention it? We, we played episode one pod racer, but later in the show, didn't we? Yeah. Oh, yeah we, we played it because we, we couldn't get typing of the dead to work. So I was just that like, was Graham, well, let's play pod racer. And he was like, okay, that game still holds up. People were like, well, everyone's like, oh, Corey hates this game. He's going to be real bad at it. No, the reason I hate that game is because I'm good at that game and I don't want to play the game anymore. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, it still holds I, up. I remember being quite good at it, but I'm clearly not that good at it. I, I At one point, I just kept crashing and dying on every single wall. Yeah. I, just, I mean, the Dreamcast version is good. The N64 version's good. I heard the new version on the Switch is good, so... Yeah, it's basically the same as the Dreamcast version and the, the Switch version. From what I've played, I've, I've got both. I've got all three yeah. versions, actually. Um, I think so... the only difference on the N64 is that uh, you can play four-player on that one. I don't think you can play four-player on I don't think you can. Can you I not? I swear you can't. I'd have to double I swear check. I've Maybe you can't. Yeah, I've got a thing. I've played it with my friends, and we were like, oh, it's only two-player. And the Dreamcast version has music throughout all the, the whole of the tracks, whereas on the N64, the music only kicks in on the last lap. Yeah. Remember wow. That? Mm-hmm. And they also so, yeah, have all those uh, transition screens too that I don't think was in the N64 version. Yeah, the N64 didn't have the FMV sequences either. So Dreamcast version is the best. But maybe double check that because I swear to God, I played with my friends. We're like, oh, it's only two player. Um, oh, the, the audience will let us know. Don't worry, yeah, they okay, always good, do. Good. <laughs> yeah, excellent. Right. Yeah, I don't see. I don't think we missed any other games. I'm, I'm looking at the backups we had and, and different stuff. I don't think there were any that we forgot. So it was cool. I mean, you know, the Extra Life thing's still open, so you guys can still donate. We ended up ending with uh, $1,430. So 70 bucks mm-hmm. away from 1500 uh, We passed our goal, or passed our total of last year, which was 1255 I believe, or something like that, like 1258 or something. Um, and Which is phenomenal and awesome because, one... We're playing fucking video games and somehow raising money to help kids in need. And two, during COVID and, and everything going on right now, yeah. we did not expect people to be willing to give more money. We were trying to keep in mind different things going on that we, we you know, set the goal at 500 and we're like, you know, let's just have fun. If we hit that, cool. If not, it's not a big deal. We're still doing it for a good reason and everything, but we freaking smashed it, which was awesome. Mm, um, but awesome. that is open until November. I'm not sure the exact date of Extra Life Day this year. Um, we might be streaming on that day as well, uh, depending not on where. 24 hours, though. No, not another 24-hour one, uh, but we'll be on throughout that day probably. Um, I don't know. In previous years, I've done something on the day that the Saturn released in North America because that's also in November. Might do something with that. Not sure yet. Really depends on where my setup is and if I fucking game capture card yeah. works. Um, yeah. 
but it's good overall. And what we would like you guys to do is let us know what games you dug, maybe what games you'd like to see, um, maybe portions of games that we didn't know existed, like who knew about the duck race, who knew about, uh, I don't know what else, other stuff I'm sure we could have done. Ill-bleed. <laughs> yeah, who knew about Ill-bleed? Um you know, let us know what other things we might not know about. Um, but uh, do you guys yeah. have any closing thoughts on the marathon overall or anything else you want to... Oh, we gave out a bunch of magazines and games. Um, yeah, all those so... will be getting shipped uh, this week. Yeah. The magazines and the poster combos will be going up. Uh, I just got all the codes uh, from Graham uh, and Sega. Oh, that was the other thing that we wanted to bring up. Sega followed our channel uh, yeah. when we were streaming. Like they came in during Daytona, they started nice. streaming and everyone freaked out. And uh, <laughs> I think someone said in the chat was like, when are we getting this to release? And they said never. And then they left the chat. So, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, uh, man, yeah. For providing us with the coat, the coat, the steam coats. Yeah, those are getting distributed. Well. I'm contacting everybody. I've got about half of the, the winners taken care of on those. There were multiple people that won multiple codes. So, but, and I think we have, we didn't give away all the ones we had. So we had some extra codes. So maybe on some streams coming up on like TNTs or something like that, or uh, the Friday ones, we can give away some codes and we just get rid of them because I don't need them. I have all the games that we have the codes for already. So, <laughs> same. Same, yeah. same, same. I, I think, I think the, I think even though it starts off with uh, massive technical issues and stuff and ended with technical issues, you saved it, Scotty and Corey. You both, you both basically saved that, saved the day. It, it started badly, ended rough, but it was so much fun. Like that whole thing, basically, just that first hour was a bit. Yeah. The rest of it, brilliant, and the ending was just beautiful. It will carry on the cake, carry on the uh, red velvet cake there for you. Scotty. Yeah, gobs. <laughs> it was i much rather ho i hope the world is in a different state so that I, we can do this in person next year <laughs> yeah definitely uh i think in person is more fun for us but i will say that uh this year went by faster yeah like i remember yeah. like at one point i was like okay we're playing uh what was that we're playing tony hawk and then the next thing i was like oh now it's time for ill bleed and then it was like oh we're like two hours away from the end and then those last three hours, I was just like, I want it over. I I said it to Scotty. I was like, hey, we made $1,400 already. We could end the stream now. And you were like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember like, that conversation. But I was I like, oh, it. okay. I was kind of serious, but. <laughs> I really don't uh, even remember that. It, this isn't really related to the, the actual streaming or the gaming. But halfway through, I had to duck out for probably about half an hour or so. That's because. Um, me, me and my girlfriend, we basically helped save a girl outside, and like we had the police round and stuff. Uh, uh, weird story. Yeah, but... it's like, and as I came back, I was like, guys, this is what just happened. That kind of thing. I did it off air though, but uh, yeah. yeah. So if you if you watch the thing and you saw me disappear for a, like half hour, forty minutes, that's what was happening. There's this random girl outside who basically cut herself and was beating. She'd lost her friends and was crying, and we got the, the police got involved and stuff. But yeah. You're so nicer than I would, because in America, we would just be like, shut the door. Could you shut up out there? Who cares if you're bleeding? I'm in here trying to play a 21-year-old system, and I'm trying to raise money for kids. Like, uh, uh, um, what is it, Last Action Hero, when he enters the real world? I've just shot a man. 
And I would like to yeah. confess. <laughs> oh my oh, god. Dear. Um yeah. the, and I lost my train of thought now. God oh. damn it. Sorry. I was, like, I was no, I was gonna bring something else up and cannot remember what you it were was. talking about. Uh extra life day and uh like how did you think the stream went? Oh, I think it went. That's what I was gonna say. Well, it was a sandwich of bullshit with uh, tasty things in the middle um, because it started technologically as a fire and ended technologically as a tire fire. Um, But the uh, the thing about this, I was it, it didn't feel like the marathon was happening even up until the day before, because I didn't have 19 people in my house and we weren't hanging out and driving around all of Pittsburgh and Western PA. Um, it got real the day before the marathon for me. Yeah, it, it did for me as well because I realized like I had, well, it was starting to sink in bits and pieces, but then I would forget kind of when Rachel would get home from work because I've been on vacation the week up until the marathon and then today is my last day of vacation. But every day I was doing some small part to prep for the marathon, like whether it was downloading stuff or testing something with Graham or doing audio crap or whatever. But it didn't really sink in until the night before. But after that, uh, unfortunately, since Rachel wasn't down for the last half of it, she felt really bad because she really likes that we do this and everything and wants to support it as well. And I was like, realistically, and this goes for anyone, maybe consider it a pro tip for doing this stuff. Don't push yourself to do a 24-hour thing if you know health-wise you cannot. So I think... You'll just hate it too. Yeah, you won't have fun. But I think maybe, and this is no slam on her we might actually figure out like napping hours for her so that she can come back for games that she really does enjoy. Cause she was bummed that she did miss out on uh, some other stuff like um, uh, virtual tennis and things. But, um, but, but that in mind, like all of that stuff, just not having the, the living room, my living room was just as much of a mess as it always is because there were like 40. If you guys have ever seen the anime serial experiment lane, I felt like my living room was her bedroom with the wires and everything. But, um, after the marathon was done the next day like uh we everything's still set up but we woke up i woke up and i was like oh this is weird because i feel like i need to go to eaton park now and eat a shitty meal with a group of people but there's nobody around she's like well we're not going to any restaurant i'm like no i'm not saying during covid we should go to a sit-down restaurant or anything but we ended up getting red robin and whatever but um, but it was very oh, much that oh. mindset that I had that I used to get um, when I was in my touring rock band. After we'd have a weekend of like four or five gigs in a span of three days, and then I'd have to wake up and go to work. It was like I feel like I'm Clark Kent that I just hopped into a phone box and changed yeah. clothes, and now I have to go yeah. to the goddamn uh, Daily Planet and do a, this boring ass thing now because you have to like cool, shift but... and, and and unfortunately. What helps that transition is the is the like the meal the day after with everybody where we're all it's 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 a good kind of hungover because we weren't drinking, but we're just sleep deprived and and, and fatigued and everything. So Mm -hmm. and we just destroyed this goal to help these kids and everything. But now it's like uh, none of that happened. So I need to somehow convince myself that I have to go back to my daily boring ass life. 
you know so it's surreal it's surreal is what it is yeah, yeah. i mean i i went to bed at like 6 30 that morning i woke up at three my wife i didn't expect like she was super supportive the entire time she brought me food she like when dinner was done that night she brought it in here and like she was super supportive and the next day too she was just like hey you know did you get enough sleep and all that because i woke up at three and then i i woke up i was like oh we gotta, we gotta do some laundry and all this other stuff and then later that night i was like i'm insane because i'm like i'm gonna stream i'm gonna stream more tonight and she goes, are you serious? And I'm like, yeah, I, I got it. Like, I just want, I'm going to stream on my personal channel and play some Fall Guys. And that's what we did. We just played Fall Guys. I played a little bit of Donkey Kong Country. And then we just listened to music with music requests the entire time. But the problem is I had a class, like yesterday was uh, one of my classes. And since we missed it the week previous week because of Labor Day, it was a super intense class. Oh. And I had three hours of sleep. And I was like, because I went to bed at 3 a.m. I had to be up at 6 to get ready to go to class. And I was just like, I, I got through it. And I, But I was feeling good. Like, I was on the ride. It's like a 40-minute ride. And I'm, like, listening oh, yeah. to Rise Against and, like, singing all this music and stuff. And then about 10 o'clock, I was just like, I'm done. <laughs> like, it all hit me. And I still yeah. got, like, two more things I've got to cook and bake. And I was yeah. just like, I'm done. Like, I'm done. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Definitely. Yeah, it was very, um, and I, I was bummed that we didn't do the podcast the next day because it got, but that's because it was also mainly the part of the transition period where it's like day after the marathon, I'm usually the last one to wake up, but, and, and every, every year when I wake up, I look at the clock and I'm just like, you guys are fucking nuts. And because everybody's up yeah. before me, <laughs> and, um, but then we all kind of podcast the day after, like I can't. Well, we all kind of, yeah, I'm insane. Uh, we all kind of meander downstairs or into the living room. They're like, all right, what shitty restaurant we want to go eat at? And then we somehow shovel food in our faces. And then we go back and then we sit down and we're like, anybody leaving yet? Nah, okay. Let's hit record and redo this podcast before we forget about what we're we just did. We play Palmer, man. Yeah. Um, so it's good and it's fun. And it's, um, I wish there was that transition this year, but... It, it it is the world is a different place. So hopefully next year the world will be at another different place, but for the better. Um, so right. Graham, I think I had said like you've got it the easiest to start out, but the hardest to end this thing because you and forever when this was Josh Newey's pet project for a Dreamcast marathon, he actually started at noon on his Saturday, and then it went to noon. He's like never again because at least when you end at seven in the morning you can get like five hours of sleep and it's just like you maybe slept in because you still have half a day or so um mm -hmm. graham tell us about your time after the marathon oh um i don't like even remember you... to be honest yeah exactly <laughs> the blur. i think i got up in like i think i vaguely woke up around six i did get about a decent chunk of six hours sleep and then i was awake and i was like oh i probably shouldn't have actually slept that long because i have work the next day and so yeah. it got to like 2 a.m. I'm still wide awake. I'm like, I need to go to bed. And then I woke up for the work next day. So I was just like, oh, this is not good. You should have <laughs> so, <the> video. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. So the last couple of days, actually, really open. And I've left my setup as it is. So this is actually on my work mm -hmm. computer. Well, it's, it's my computer. I use it for work because of COVID. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've had my webcam off last couple of days because I don't want people to see this. I've just left no. this here so you guys can see the carnage that happened over time yeah. as I like, what do you do? And... Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This uh, is how mine looks all yeah. the time. So, <laughs> yeah, yours um, looks lovely and neat and tidy. Mine is not good. So, <laughs> this part I, is. 
Yeah, for me, for me, it officially the marathon high officially ends when I relocate my PC back to where it is now. Uh, like mm-hmm. the, it to me, like the marathon is done because I put my tower back on the computer desk and it's not downstairs in my living room awkwardly anymore. Um, which is unfortunate because there we actually Rachel and I played a couple of games that are only on the PC uh, through Steam and stuff that we bought to play together because we're never going to sit up here in the game room and play them together. So it was cool having it down there a little bit, but that's like the mm-hmm the staple or the end punctuation, bringing it back up to the office. Um, well, but yeah, that's just about all I have to say about it. It's such a good time. It's so fun. Um, it's, it's really fun because it forces all of us in our adult lives to sit down and just play games with friends that we don't get to do anymore. Uh, unfortunately, mm-hmm. unless we schedule a time to, it's like every Saturday afternoon we had growing up, you know? So I think that's what's part of the joy of it as well. Uh, and again, I say it every year. My favorite part of the marathon is introducing games to people that they didn't know existed and didn't know that they needed to have in their lives. So again, with Dynamite Cop, with Corey, Ill Bleed with everybody else under the sun, Pen Pen Triisalon, that kind of stuff, even Propeller Arena. Um, yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. And there's there we're not going to stop streaming we're still streaming you guys can still donate we'll have links uh for extra life and everything if you still want to toss some money in there yep but other than that i think that's all we're gonna have for this episode 51 of the mega vision show do we have any announcements we need to lay out right now of anything coming up graham uh i'm Uh, sure if dreamcast marathon 2021 uh no (laughs) yeah uh i think if there were any magazine updates, those would be handled by Chris Powell. We do still do a yeah. magazine, but and updates that that'll be coming up soon. But yeah. <laughs> our brain has been wrapped around this marathon, so we got nothing to say about the magazine right now. Corey, no, you have yeah. uh, no, we got some streams for uh, for uh, Megavisions coming up. I don't know what's going to happen this week. Like I have not. Like I said, I'm coming off the marathon. Uh, Something. Something will happen. Like, I know uh, this will come out way after Tuesday, but something happened on Tuesday. Something might happen on Wednesday. Something will definitely happen on Thursday and Friday. So we just don't know yet. Just uh, you should tune into the stream and join the Discord to go ahead and do that. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. uh, this week, we uh, there was not a Scrubverse podcast this week, obviously, because we were very busy. But uh, we will be recording one this weekend coming up. And I believe our buddy Game Tracks that actually came and raided us during our stream uh, I think we're going to have him on our podcast yeah, and awesome. uh, we're going to interview him and check out like where he came from and what got him to start streaming and all that stuff. Cause he's a pretty cool dude and he's a really big supporter. His discord server is pretty dope too. If you guys ever want to join that. So, but uh, nice. no, when did yeah, he hop just, in? He hopped in around, he hopped in at Daytona cause he was oh, freaking okay. it was no, 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 no. It was either Daytona or Tokyo bus guide. I can't, I think it what might've been it? Tokyo bus guide. Cause he was like, what is this game? And we had to like <laughs> explain it to him. Yeah, I think it was Tokyo Bus Guy because he brought a pretty big, uh, pretty big raid in with him. Okay, so that's yeah, very cool. cool. But yeah, no, yeah. that's all I've got. So yeah, I think still... got... yeah. I was just going to say, say, say thank you to everyone who watched and uh, people who like raided us and people who were chatting throughout the day and stuff. We had quite a few of you on throughout pretty much the whole twenty four hours, which was amazing, and all the donations that came in and. Oh yeah, yeah, tons of donations. Uh, a shout Thank out to you. Mr. Haru too. He was gifting subs like crazy for a while. Oh there. yeah, 
And uh, but yeah, just anyone that stopped in and big shout, big shout outs to Sega. Like we got a lot more support than I thought this year uh, than last year. But I mean, we got codes. Danny came in. They came in and uh, I think they I don't know. It would have been really nice if they were streaming that day and then raided us. But I don't think they were streaming that day. So they just yeah, went ahead and they followed us. basically streamed during their work hours. So why would they do that on Saturday? Yeah. Well, also, like the marathon landed on PAX weekend. God, every yeah. fucking year it happens now. Yeah, up until yeah. <laughs> like up until like three years ago, PAX was never a concern, and I there might have been a year where I went to PAX Prime and also did the marathon. But since then, somehow PAX has always happened on Marathon Weekend, mm-hmm. um, which it's it's it is what it is. But uh, I was worried because I did a lot less marketing for the marathon this year because my job yeah, turned that's into, what I was worried. Yeah, my job turned into absolute shit. It was too stressful for me working from home and other things. And uh, so as a result, I didn't plug this as much. But thankfully, different channels still uh, were successful. And it was it ended up being one of the better, if not the best slash most successful marathon we've had, all things considered, uh, with everything going on. So thank you to everyone that was watching, hosted uh and everybody with like their random fun facts in the stream chats as well things like that were fun the best parts are honestly when we're not talking about video games we had a long taco bell discussion at one point (laughs) and like other things so yeah in my opinion anyway those are the good stuff so those are the good stuff uh so we are still we are hashtag still thinking use social media crap um thank you guys so much thank you graham and Corey for surviving and making oh god graham's trash pile is gonna fall on him uh you are the fraggle rock sega merch t-shirt trash monster i think it's gonna do it though everybody we're just uh, we're up over and gone bye everybody catch you later oh i can do that (laughs) Corey doesn't have anything he doesn't care (laughs) <laughs> That's it. Yeah, that was me after every, you, yeah. That was me after every match of Choo Choo Rocket. Yeah. <laughs> Flipping the birds. <laughs> <laughs>